recording started. All right, man. Well, uh, <laughs> quite a road to get here. Yeah. Um, but we're, we're, we're here. We're here. Uh, different setup, you know, uh, mock setups, but welcome to St. Talks, man. Thank you uh, for uh, having me, man. <laughs> yeah, virtually. At least. I'm really happy to be here, to be honest, and talking with you. I've been looking forward to yeah, this. Yeah, dude. Of course. Well, uh, just so people that don't know you, obviously, leave me in the description and I'll, we'll get some information on you. But yeah, uh, here with Atlas, the best gamer in the universe um, yeah. that I know of. <laughs> Maybe the opposite <laughs> and, uh, of that. <laughs> Maybe the worst gamer. Um, no, nah, man. You're, I can tell you it's better than me. So I wouldn't consider myself a gamer, but better than me playing games. Right. Um, but yeah, just introduce yourself. So Atlas been gaming for how long? Okay. Well, yeah, my name is Atlas. Uh, I've been gaming since I can remember, uh, since I was a kid, probably my earliest memories around, I'd say around five years old is my earliest of my gaming memories. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I've been starting this new venture and journey on YouTube for the past eight weeks. That's when we started, officially. It does not feel like eight weeks, bro. You've been... So, <sighs> people that don't follow you yet, which if you're not following him, do. It's Just visit Atlas, right? No underscores or anything? Nope. Visit Atlas on everything. So, on everything? TikTok, Across the board. TikTok, Instagram. Insta, Twitter, <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> Email, you see, you literally say, email to <laughs> what other apps you can think uh, of. <laughs> hey, I don't even know them anymore at this point because I, yeah. have, if you haven't, you didn't slip up and say it with me, but I say Tic Tac because I'm at that point where I just don't, I don't even know what things are anymore. But yeah, if you don't follow him, you best do. It's great content. And the reason why it doesn't feel like you've only been doing it for eight weeks, which is still a while, um, is the fact that you're at like 120 videos right now. You, yeah, you pretty close. You go very hard. Yeah, you go very very hard in comparison to like the general public, right? Right. Um, I feel like I've started this podcast. I believe our first episode was in December, mm. right before the New Year's. And we're in episode. This is episode five. Yeah. And I'm like, dang it, five episodes. It's one a week. That's a lot. <laughs> mm. But the, what you're doing is just so intense mm. it's such a grind that i look at it and i'm like damn that's it's motivational so take me behind that so you started for eight weeks what brought you to getting into that eight week you know what clicked that, that got you saying i want to do this now as a career choice well i was in the middle of something that i will not disclose yet but i was very committed to something else and a venture that i had been on for quite a while and through the pains of if anyone's out there who has committed many, many resources to pursuing something, one specific thing, and to see that thing constantly never give you any return and mm. the seeds that you're planting never sprout. There's never, at least it doesn't feel like that. It feels yeah. like... So through that pain and through just that circus, your mind asks a lot of questions. Your mind starts to look for a way out maybe because deep, because uh, what's the word I was looking for? Because 
doubt seeps in. And through that, I ended up asking questions of myself that I hadn't before about my identity and what is it that I truly, truly desire? What is it that lights me on fire? What, what gets me excited? And mm. when I asked that very simple question to myself that for some reason I hadn't asked in a long time, immediately it was gaming because when I wasn't doing that main thing that I was doing, I was watching streams and I was, I didn't get to play as many games in the last two years as I would have wanted to because of my commitment to other things. But mm. I would get that gaming experience through streamers, through watching someone who's entertaining me with their personality and their character. And at the same time playing a game that I wish I was playing or yeah. a game that I've fallen in love with through watching them, or maybe it's an older game that I played at one time. So that's kind of how it came full circle is just seeing and remembering how much that provided an escape for me and how much of a joy that was for me through some of the hardest times. I just felt so sure and inclined to offer the same thing to someone else who is looking for it. Mm. And I felt that I had built up enough ammunition through watching and through subconsciously gathering information by being a bystander and an audience member to that. Once it was time for me to start doing my thing, I felt like I had enough to get it started and to yeah. have a clear vision and trying to make that come to fruition. Hmm. I don't definitely, know if I answered your question. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, you definitely answered it. So like, what brought you into it? Um, obviously, there's a combination of multiple things it looks like, um, circumstance-wise and also your background, which makes mm -hmm. sense. Um, then moving forward, you started it, you came together with ideas and concepts. How did you end up on one visit Atlas and then Atlas as the, the name, the, the branding, how did you end up upon that? What's the concept behind that Billy? Yeah. Well, so the day that I made the decision to pursue the YouTube journey, it was like a fixation that I've never experienced before. And I was just some things that people would take to plan out over six months. I was so driven to try and figure it out in a day or in two weeks or less. Really, it was like four days of figuring out everything, how I wanted to brand myself, how I wanted to make sure the setup was working, all of that stuff. And through that process, before my first stream and in the middle of wiring cables, uh, my girlfriend at the time, who is now my fiance. Congratulations. She, thank you. <laughs> she, she got home from work around six and I was in the middle of wiring things. And I told her, I need a name. I want to find a name that is not my biological name, obviously. Yeah and something that is unique and has dual meanings or multiple meanings 
and I love Greek mythology. So she started there and she started looking for, cause I'm really driven to unique names and names that are, aren't commonly heard as first names. Yeah. And she, I think I got a phone call and she looked at me. She's like, I know what it is. Go take your phone call. I'm going to write it down on the whiteboard. When you come back, just look at it and you're going to know. And I came back and she didn't write it, but I was like, okay, tell me. She's like, are you ready? And she started to try and give me a backstory. I'm like, no, just say it. As soon as it comes out of your mouth, I'm going to know if it's good or not. And she mm -hmm. said it. And I was like, yep, that's it. Atlas. And her mm -hmm. reasoning behind it was one, the angle of Greek God, Atlas. And the other was more so that an Atlas is a synonym for a map. And what I felt what streamers were giving me when I would watch them is that they were almost guides to an escape for me. That when I watched them, they provided me through their entertainment and through the gaming an escape when I was watching them. And the way I attribute that to Alice is I felt like they were the map to that escape that they were almost giving me the tools and the directions to find my escape. And that's what I want to provide for people is that when they come to the Atlas stream, it's like they're looking at the map and I'm taking them along the journey to where the adventure begins. And that's mm. through the entertainment of gaming and hopefully my personality as well. I mean, yeah, personality is like a, a two out of ten, gaming <laughs> like nine out of ten. So, you know, <laughs> and that's what I've up. and you were hyping me up before about gaming, but I am not the best gamer. I am not the most accurate or the most precise or the I'm not well rounded as far as skill. I'm good. I'm good at games. Don't get it fucked up. I'll shit on people. But <laughs> <laughs> what? drives me to the people that I love in the gaming community are personality. And I felt through the trials that I had been through in the last two years, I came to a, a place of self-love and self-confidence that I knew. People keep telling me I have these qualities in me that they like, and I'm having a hard yeah. time accepting it. But if I'm going to go on this venture, I need to accept that maybe I am fun. Maybe I am funny maybe i am nice because i have a lot of i have trouble with that i think it's just yeah. not in a boastful way but i've grown my personality from a very humble foundation so any mm -hmm. type of positive reinforcement like that almost makes me feel funny because to accept it in my mind means i'm prideful so it's really mm -hmm. hard for me to like grasp it but to be on this journey yeah. i needed to I need to have that yeah. confidence in myself. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I mean, know. I, <laughs> I don't remember what you that, asked yeah. me. Holy smokes. <laughs> um, no, that, that's fine. That was a great, that was a great uh, kind of segue into it. It really, really is just like, I follow you there because it takes a lot to start these things. Mm. And when you're told consistently, hey, you should do this, you should do this, really self-analyzing and looking at that is difficult. Um, one, one problem I have with even starting this podcast was I'm obsessed with the quality, trying to be a perfectionist. And so 
it's difficult for me to put out things because if I don't have the microphone the right way or if the lighting's not the right way, like today I'm, for people that don't know, I set up my 65 inch uh, TV in my kitchen. I'll take a picture and post it probably on the page, but it's in the kitchen um, of, our, of our, our new house mm. kind of thing, just laying around the PlayStation, everything here. So it's definitely not perfect, right? Because the office is not yet set up, but I'm pushing through that as difficult. Yet but here's be. what I think is different about you is although you're on a new venture, I feel like the people that know you that are coming not from the podcast that may have already been following you and now are being introduced to the podcast is I think people know your quality standards. Mm. I don't think that is ever in question when people look at you. So when you do the thing that is less of quality, it it's almost excusable and makes sense because it almost feels intentional. When yeah. me coming out of the gate, what are people, what's their first impression? I had this similar feeling. I was like, it has to be perfect. The colors, yeah. the lighting, <laughs> the camera, the mic, because I do not want to give anyone an excuse to tune in, make a decision. Mm, the lighting's not cool. It's not very well done. I'm out. I wanted to yeah. try and leave no room so that people could make that decision. And I feel like in your case, not to shit on what you're saying, but I, I don't, I think people are going to love and be okay with the way that it looks and that well, maybe your setup isn't at the quality standard you want yet. But I think people that know you will excuse it. It's, we know well, your little, quality. That's to, like, yeah, that's what I came to terms to is more so I had to accept that and kind of already answered it, but it was that because we've known each other for, for a minute. It's been, mm -hmm. been a while, a couple of years. Um, how was that with you? Because I know same thing with you with that mindset of perfection has to be top notch, has to be top quality. Um, with previous things that I've seen you work on, it's like, it's never good enough. There's never a perfect, you know, there's just try, striving to get it better and better. How was that now transitioning into this? Cause you're putting out so much content Dude, that it's it'd hard. Be man. It'd be it would be difficult to make it perfect, right? So, you, are you just kind of giving your best? You kind of put it out because it's it has to be put out, or how how are you kind of going through that process? Oh man, it's hard. It's it's very hard for me right now. It's very hard for me because I have so many ideas, and I have in my mind a quality standard, mm -hmm. but just don't have enough time i just don't have the resources so yeah. it's either put it out or don't because to me it has to be that fine line because my desire for it to be just right is so great that if it's not perfect i just won't ever release it mm -hmm. and i I know this can be successful and I love this too much to let myself get in the way. Yeah. And in the past I've allowed myself to get in the way because of my quality standards. Mm -hmm. And now it's just like, hopefully people will see the vision and know that it's mm -hmm. on its way. And for right now I'm doing the best that I can. And if people are okay with that, then they'll be along for the journey when it, when that's at a hundred percent efficiency and they'll be able yeah. to see where I was always well, looking. That's what, 
yeah, I mean, coming from someone who watched your, your content, right? Obviously, this is a new journey from what um, you've been doing your whole life, and now it's a newer thing. It's there. It, it, it would, if someone were to see your page today and not know how long you've been doing it or to review, you know, when's your first video, that you saw recent videos, it looks like you've been doing it for a minute. That's how um, I wanted it to know. feel. Yeah, that was yeah. intentional. And there's enough content. Like for me to, if I were to watch your entire catalog right now, it's going to take a whole lot of time where some people's pages or just social media in general, just, let's just go off social media. I could scroll through the entire page like that. Mm. With your page, <laughs> there's so much stuff you're putting out. There's so much video. There's so much live streams going on. And there's so much happening. Mm-hmm. When you tell people you're doing it all by yourself, you don't have a team and that you've only been doing it for what's two months. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like that. So kudos to you for putting out that work. Um, I, and I, it, oh, I have a fear sometimes when I think of that, if it's, I think it's a, it's a tough road. I think that for some reason people have an attachment to the struggle and attachment yeah. to watching the growth happen, seeing you with, you know, a webcam that was 20 bucks to you then in a year having this nice camera that I have. Yeah. And my fear is that if people watch me and they've seen, and they, it seems like I've been doing this for a long time that they will be less inclined to join on the journey because it feels like it's been like, they're not here for the exactly established already, but my insecurity (laughs) fought against that was like, I guess I'll have to take that L if it happens because I just cannot allow the quality to be poor through insecurity. And Mm -hmm. let me remind that some people that are listening and might have never seen me or anything this was this camera the setup everything that i have were investments that i've made years ago because of other things that i was doing so it's not like i have a lot of money and i wanted to stream and i went out and bought a two thousand dollar camera you know <laughs> like this camera right now i'm in debt like this i'm in debt like it, it, and these are investments from years ago and when I wanted to stream, because I had invested in myself over the years, I had yeah. this equipment already with me. So that was another concern that I hoped people weren't looking at me like, oh, kid decides, wants to stream, buys best camera, buys best microphone. Like a lot of this I already had because of other yeah. things. So, yeah. So without a doubt, so that's like a, it's a constant battle, right? So you're looking at, should I be like the underdog story kind of starting up? And that was one of the things I had thought mm-hmm. about too, or should I just hit him with quality? Um, also, once again, money's a real thing. COVID was this year, quarantining and all that stuff is real things. So without a doubt, that takes a toll on finances with a lot of people. Right. Um, and you've moved recently as well. Mm-hmm. So without a doubt, people probably know, if you haven't mentioned, and now that you have said, you're not rich, nor are you just stacking paper. <laughs> like, far from it. Uh, <laughs> very, very far um, from it. Yeah, because some people just see these and they probably just think, oh, he just, he just games and probably 
no. is has the money to sustain it because that is a question right the question mm. is how are you sustaining yourself how are you managing when you have life bills and all these things mm-hmm. and you're starting the game it's a it's a it's a very big move and choice to do right um how is this taking a toll as explicitly or less explicitly as you want um with like family and obviously you mentioned how you're engaged you got a fiance you're cooking up your chef chef atlas sometimes and yeah. you see that <laughs> how is that how is that how is that taking a toll if any on the i mean because it is like a work you said to mention like it, you put in hours right so yeah here's you some work, you do stream for eight hours but how is that constraint because sometimes you're doing 10 hours 12 hours right things, I, something that i spoke to my fiance about uh, we actually had a deep conversation not that they don't happen often, they do, but a month or two ago when we were first starting. And I came to the realization and the truth, and I needed to communicate it with her. And I told her, listen, you already know because you've been with me for six years, but make let me make it abundantly clear. I am incapable of not looking to the clouds not looking beyond it was a seed that was planted and now i cannot let go of my desire to dream and to have ideas and believe in a vision that is so far-fetched it's not a choice for me anymore at one point it was a choice to dream and a choice to have big visions and big ideas now for me it's a part of my identity so for you to tell me to not dream it it doesn't make sense it's it's part of my dna now so i told her you are married to a person that cannot help himself or are going to be married to someone who cannot help but dream that mm. if this gaming thing doesn't work out in three years or four years, however much time I end up giving it. I'll find something else. Yeah. And give, not that I'll find something else, but I know life will present me with something else that will strike me. And I'll pursue that too. Mm-hmm. Because it's just a part of who I am. I, I can't, I can't not dream, if that makes sense. Yeah. So she has, she came to an understanding that now that she knows that she knows how to look at me and to know that I will always give part of my commitment to my dreams Mm. and there will always be a sacrifice until hopefully one of these avenues and I believe it's going to be this because of how much I just believe in love in it that I can be successful and unfortunately financially successful in order to be able to hire people to do things that can free me of certain commitments where now I can have a more balanced lifestyle Mm. when you're in the middle of the grind you have to sacrifice there has to be a certain extent of sacrifice to make it yeah. successful. I can't not put in this much time and I can't put in two hours and hope it works. 
especially yeah. if I want to make it work fast. Because right now, mm -hmm. I'm making a lot of sacrifices and pushing this hard to make it hopefully come to fruition faster. Because the faster mm -hmm. it comes home, the faster I can you know, commit to my family again. Not that I'm not committed to my fiance, but give her more commitment. Yeah. More commitment to my health, to my fitness, to whatever other things people do. Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah. Just has to be a I mean, sacrifice. I, yeah, I respect that 100%. I mean, I understand. For me. Not in gaming. But yeah, no, but it's the same thing for a lot of people. And the thing that I enjoy about having this podcast, talking to people is, I already spoke to so many people that have similar mindsets and similar visions. Mm -hmm. It's usually what people are attracted to it. And I feel like you might have the same thing that people are attracted to you have that grind mindset. So we're okay with putting in 20 hour days, you know, um, knowing that there's a, there's an end to it, right? right. There's, there's a, there's a goal to achieve. Right. Um, a lot of people don't have that mindset. So speaking to someone like yourself and seeing that is appreciative, but I always know from my own personal life, there there obviously is a sacrifice to be made. And then there's also compromises to be made because for example, with my wife, I had to decide on, okay, these are the days that I'm working, you know, my, my part-time job or my mm -hmm. real job. It's mm -hmm. my, my real job is a part-time for how many hours I put in other things. Here's when I'm doing podcasts. Here's when I'm doing this. Let's schedule this out. When can we have time together? When can we have date night? And I'm always intrigued when someone has a relationship, how is that working? Because when you're single, easy. Oh, bro, if I was, night. not that I want to be, <laughs> but yeah. if I was single, it'd be disgusting. I probably would have put out 100%. 600 videos in two months. Like yeah. disgusting, so have all unhealthy, yeah. horrible grind. Correct. And there's a beauty to it because mm. it's like um, Elon Musk. He's the richest man in the world. I worked for him for quite a bit of years, not you know, in Tesla. Right. And I would put in a lot of hours. And then I'd see the CEO say, hey, I put in 100 hours this week. I'm like, how'd you put 100 hours this week, bro? Like there's, there's only so many hours in a week and you're putting in a hundred hours right. in a week. Right. Like dude. And he's the richest man in the world, but he put in grind. He has put it in grind. He's eaten just ramen noodles for a while. He lived in his studio always in college, uh, the studio of the college. So he wouldn't have to pay stuff. He's borrowed money for rent, even though he was a billionaire already, but he was invested right. and living off so little. So I see that and I respect that. And so when I see, speak to someone like you, even though I'm, I can never get into this gaming stuff. People are going to see when we start gaming um, later on how <laughs> bad I am at this, but because um, it's just not my thing in terms of how Which, passionate yeah, you are. I mean, but I respect and that's the guy. other thing about specifically gaming or even anything. And I've had this conversation with a few people before. Like, there is, and, and I've not to make any judgment on you but i've heard it from people that have similar personalities to you and people that i've talked to in different mediums i i have friends in different mediums and when they talk to me about their passions their desire is to be the best ever mm. like i'm going to be the best whatever fill in the yeah. blank and i've always told them listen there's assistant coaches there's the point guard, there's the shooting guard, there's the center, you know what I mean? There's the defender, there's the attacker, the midfielder, there's the first baseman, there's the second baseman. Not everybody's Tom Brady. Not everybody's yeah. Belichick. 
but you still need the running back. And guess what? The running back is still making great money and he's very successful. So yeah. that's more of on a macro big scale. But if you think on small things like picking up a camera and taking pictures, you mm -hmm. can love taking photos and not want to be the best. Yep. Take out your iPhone and take dope pictures because you enjoy it and you love it. You are not required to be the best. Same thing with gaming. If you want to play video games and you're not that great at them, okay, no one's asking you to be the best. If you're enjoying it and you're having fun, sure, maybe it's hard and you're having a hard time understanding or finding the skill. But if you're enjoying yourself, who cares how good you are? Or what? Yeah. Who's Who cares? Exactly. I mean, I guess maybe well, in my position, some people might care, but that's a, a very big misconception in the gaming community that for you to be a streamer, you need to be incredibly talented at a certain video game. If that were the case, well, yeah, so then why is my camera on and why is my microphone on? Yeah. It would just be It'll video be capture. It would just be game capture. Mm -hmm. If. Well, yeah. So, so I see ahead. that as like, oh, not to cut you off. But no, no, no. I see go that ahead. As like, um, Obviously, there's competitive gaming, right? Mm -hmm. um, to win challenges and, and whatnot. But I see it as the same way we, we, you were mentioning is there's a beauty to that, to understanding where, where you're, where's your position and what do you want to be, right? Do you want to be Brady? Not everyone wants to be Brady. I'm sure that um, Gronk does not want to be Brady, right? right? He, he was ready to retire. He only came back because he was like, all right, cool. We're in Florida. Right. Why not do it? Exactly. Um, I'm playing with the boys. It's hot out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so like, I feel that people need that sense of identity and know where they're at and not be better than other people, but be best versions of themselves. Right. So be the best version of Atlas, be the best version right. of Leo, be the best version of whatever you do. So always strive to hone your craft or hone your hobby, right? If you want to be bird watching, I'm not sure how you're going to be the best bird watcher, mm -hmm. but learn about what you're doing. So I have an appreciation for people that try to learn or have a, um, to dedicate time to, to their craft or mm -hmm. hobby. Um, but not necessarily the best because it's also hard to quantify some certain things, right? Because gaming, right? A streamer. How do I quantify how good you are? Um, because once again, I could just watch someone who's just a beast yeah, and just watch their gameplay. Mm -hmm. But they might not, might not be as intriguing. That's like watching a movie almost of a video game and not necessarily do I want to watch that. I want to watch the interactions of it. Like I... there are some things if you posted, I've laughed from like crazy because yeah. I'm like, I, he's, you're funny, you know, and it, you're intriguing. Right. I was speaking to someone last night and I used an analogy that would be uh, in comparison to streamers. And I said, comedies don't get recognized at the Oscars. Mm -hmm. When do comedies get best picture, best actor, best performance? I might be misinformed, but mm -hmm. the last time I remember, it's been a while. It's always a drama. Yeah. It's always a thriller. It's always uh, some type of From deep the... story, plot, intense character mm -hmm. building with incredible acting performances and top cinematographers, whatever. But at the end of the day, everyone loves a good comedy. Unite, mm -hmm. it might not be the best, the best acting, the best performance, the best picture, the best cinematography, 
but there's a place for it. There's a reason why the genre exists. Mm -hmm. So just like streaming, you want to go watch Skump, who's the best, I mean, professional COD player in the world. And you want to see someone when win best actor, then go watch mm -hmm. him. Or do you want to hang out with someone like me or someone in a similar type of streaming element as me? You know, go watch your Adam Sandler. Go watch your mm -hmm. Seth Rogen. Go watch your Jonah Hill. Go watch your Kevin Hart. There's a place for everybody. And yeah. I think gaming for a long time has had stigmas and stereotypes as to who is allowed to be in the club. And hopefully what me and many other people in my space are doing is breaking that boundary. And you love video games and you feel like you have an engaging personality. Why can't that be enough of a qualification to pursue it? Yeah. Rather than the, you're an expert gamer or something. Yeah. You, do you need to be dropping 60 kills every game? Maybe yeah. you at least have to, you know, you can't be a <laughs> bot. You got to at least carry some load and be entertaining when the game's playing. Yeah. But you don't need to be Tom Brady. Correct. And then I think also, I'm not exactly sure because I don't, once again, I'm not fully informed in the, the world, but I, I, I assume there's a definitely a people that like watching gaming fails and gaming mishaps, yes. right? Mm -hmm. And you won't have that if you're everyone's striving to be the best of the best of the best. Precisely. Um, and yeah. And that's I way more common I, now, yeah. Yeah. And I can't name off the top of my head, to be honest. I think Wolf of Wall Street might have won one of the Oscars one year. I think that's the only comedy, document, you know, kind of mixed part true that, that was very much it. like a hybrid style movie yeah but yeah so like even then even then like i think that the comedy movies that do make it are usually hybrids not just full-on comedy you yeah uh, full comedies how often do they get any real recognition or even real numbers yeah. mm -hmm. and, and the honestly, biggest bo the box office movies of all time top 50 are, is there a comedy in it maybe a few no yeah the top i know top 10 is like Marvel movies, right? Disney mm -hmm. owns all the top, the top, <laughs> the literally top the whole chart. <laughs> yeah, they own everything. Um, yeah, typically it's thrillers and, and more serious films, right? Mm -hmm. Even if it's action films, it's more serious. Um, which is a shame in one way, but it also shows kind of what you're saying is the seriousness behind it. Like The Rock, when he got more serious roles, is when he rose more into stardom, right? Mm -hmm. um, Kevin Hart's one of the biggest, biggest actors in the world, but his serious roles rose him to a different mm. status, per se. Mm. Uh, even Robin Williams, when he started doing serious things, it kind of mm. brought him to a you know, mm. which is interesting. But I think comedy gaming, is so misunderstood, and I think that's why. Oh, 100%. I don't comedy, think people uh, understand how difficult it is to make a comedy. Yeah, to hey, be funny. Yes. Yeah, people, well, because people think that you can, if, like, not to get off track of gaming, but this is just how conversation flows is people think, oh, I make my wife laugh or I make my girlfriend laugh. I could become a comedian. First off, there's a whole difference between film comedy, mm -hmm. um, just like puns and mm -hmm. interacting and engaging people. Like me being on the it's timing, pastoring. Oh yeah, even just pastoring, bro. Like sometimes I've landed jokes while in a sermon that have landed very well. 
not that I'm a comedian, but you know, it's good if you can yeah. add a service, entertain someone, get a few laughs out of someone. But there are a few times, I would say a few, quite a bit of times where I've said a joke and it's just crickets and I just move on. Cause like I felt the crowd, they did not receive what I said. Um, yeah. I think I was at a church one time and I said, <laughs> I said, um, I was talking about one of the passages in the Bible and talks about like, there's no rain. And I said, not even one raindrop dropped up. And I was like, raindrop. Dropped no up. Okay. No, you <laughs> did it. Uh, Liar. I did. No way. Not, I cannot make this up. I, I would have laughed it, hysterically. Like a, so there was a few people that knew me that were like younger that knew, but it was like a Brazilian based traditional like, church. What's... It was a traditional church. I feel like even the people that knew what I was talking about, um, didn't want to laugh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, and it's just that alone is something that you have to keep in mind. And for video gaming and for that, it's the same. It's like watching a sport. It has to be entertaining. Yes. You. It'd be dope if I watched the Patriots and they just crush every single time. But if it's not entertaining, why am I watching it? If they just right. crush every game, right? that's why I don't watch it. The reason why it's tedious watching the Pats, at least in, let's not talk about this year, but yeah, in previous years, um, it's been, they've been such a like fourth quarter play, like team right? a lot of the time mm-hmm. um, that it's like you build this anxiety mm-hmm. almost and you're really rooting for them. You're mm-hmm. really in, engaged. Mm-hmm. Whereas if they were just crushing it the entire time, you pretty much just turn on the TV and you're like, all right, cool. Make mm-hmm. my bets. I'll see the, I'll see the score afterwards. And I'll, I'll collect in my fantasy football. You're not even that engaged. Mm-hmm. The best games are always those tight ones. Yeah. The ones that it's like nail biting and you don't have that if you're the expert player. And so watching someone who has a personality that can engage you, I think is way more critical than the, he's an amazing player or he's mm. top notch, you know? Um, if I want to see that, I'll just watch competitive gaming. And at that point they're playing against robots in that now, right? So usually there's like a bot versus a person that's trying that out a lot. So um, you can see how little I know about the gaming industry <laughs> by this. Um, yeah. I mean, competitive gaming is uh, is huge. I watch competitive call of duty. Yeah. I watch like the actual matches and stuff and um, I love it. It's just, it's just different. It's a different, space within gaming it's a different genre and it should be seen as that it's a wide um because to someone who's like illiterate like me and the few things i've learned about it's it's a huge not just industry but it's it's larger and much more vast than just video games Mm. playing a video game um in the last couple years with the arrival of uh, twitch see this i would say switch (laughs) twitch uh, Discord, all these things, kind of how we're interacting today using Discord, and then we're you know playing some games. Um, YouTube has revolutionized a lot of it, and then how you interact with your people. Mm. It's like watching a professional player, um, but once again, it's that kind of immersion in it, which I think is pretty cool and intriguing. Um, now, with all of that, to say the least, kind of transitioning out of that. You said that you played quite a bit of games. Yeah. We mentioned there was like 110 videos, at least 111 videos. Yeah. How many games do you think? Like 20? Um, not 20. There's less. I don't even know if we've even gone to double digits. I mean, I could name really? some. We've played Spider-Man. We've played Resident Evil. We've played mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed. We played Phasmophobia, we played Among Us, we played Tomb Raider, we played Firewatch, we played um, a game called In Silence, we played uh, Rust. Double digits. 
Mm-hmm. We're at double digits? 11. Oh, I'm at 9. <laughs> Did I count wrong? I, I might have counted wrong. <laughs> One of us I is counting wrong. wrong. I'd, I'd probably me, to be honest. It could be me. Because honestly, And then like... maybe there's Ori. Odd. Yeah, maybe we're at double digits. Maybe like 12, yeah. 13, something like that. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. Um. So with all those games, how finish ratio? Are, so for me to understand, because in people that don't really watch games, is the point just to create an entertaining moment of the game mm. or is the goal to finish the game? Yeah. So I'm running into that problem right now, actually. Because... As much as I love some of these games and want to beat them, my time right now is so valuable because I don't have much of it, especially for how long it takes to create content, edit it, upload, create thumbnails, clips, yeah. everything, <laughs> rendering, exporting up. It's just, it's a lot. Storage, everything. Yeah, it's a lot. Of stuff so when one of those videos gets uploaded and it gets significantly less than another game it's hard for me to continue playing less, it significantly less what views like exposure views and views yeah views specifically interactions and it's heartbreaking for two reasons one because i might love the game and want to keep playing it and mm-hmm. two because there's someone out there who might be loving it yeah you know, let's say I did Assassin's Creed. That's about a... I think this one was said to be around 30 hours, story-wise. And that's if you do it on pace. You could get sidetracked, and it could take 40 to 60 hours. Jesus. So I've done five... No, no, no. No, no, no. I've done 13 Assassin's Creed episodes. Each of them mm-hmm. 40-ish minutes. Now, the most recent one has, you know, not many views. Mm. But I, it's hard because I know, I, th- I think of them as people. If there's, let's say there's five the views. I don't know how many views there yeah. are. Maybe that's 10, 15, 20. I don't know. Let's say it's eight views. Mm-hmm. I look at them like, okay, there's eight people there. And maybe one I of see. them has been obsessed with this series. And they love it. And they wish they could be playing this game. But now, because it's not good from the business perspective and trying to grow this thing, I now have to stop playing it and give my time and resources to a game that is doing well and bringing mm-hmm. in new people and giving me the right numbers. So that's the ugly part about streaming for me is having to put something down that I wish I didn't have to. But it's a sacrifice because at the same time, I am not blinded by the fact that this is also a business. Yeah. And a lot of people make that mistake. They believe that their passion and their love is enough. And I'm sorry for anyone who's listening to this and you have something that you're pursuing that you love, whether it's music, whether it's plumbing, whether it's construction, whether it's fucking UPS driver whether it's creating your own clothing brand, starting your own coffee shop, starting your own bartending, barbershop, whatever. Unless, this is my philosophy, I could be absolutely wrong, but right now in the last year, what life has shown me 
in the last 10 years, really, and I've come to the conclusion in the last year, is that 90% of the time, your love and your passion is not enough. It is not sufficient. Our government is run from a business perspective. Yeah, if you are not making, exactly, if you're not making profit, you are not successful. Mm -hmm. If you're, so me loving streaming and doing it how I want to do it because I love it. It can only take me so far. I could hopefully be lucky that my love takes me to the stars. But yeah. to bank on that is just too unlikely. And you're not mm -hmm. giving yourself a fair chance and not giving the thing that you say you love a chance. If gaming to me is a human, right? Let's say, let's mm -hmm. use gaming as a, whatever the word is, analogy or metaphor for a human being, like a woman in a relationship. Your personal, personified. Oh, there's a, there's a, there's a literary. There's a, for, yeah, there's a word for it. That's too early for that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if 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 I truly love gaming, let's say love this woman or man or whatever your bias is, you have to give her a chance as well. The relationship is mm. two-sided. Yeah. If I'm just it giving it exactly, if I'm just giving gaming what I love, where is her voice? And her voice is unfortunately giving her her voice is the business side is allowing people yeah. to see her does that make sense or is that yeah. too abstract no, i mean totally makes sense from my perspective right so my the leo saint translation of that yeah the same way i look at look at it is i love doing podcasts i love talking to people it took me a long time to do this because i had to make sure that i was attainable financially because yeah. i have a wife i have mm -hmm. my kids my dogs and my things you yep. know and my aspirations for the future and so i always look at it as the same way the same reason why i don't do yet a podcast every day i mean i've done three in a row now four in a row this week but like even then um the same reason why i don't overdo it is so that i don't become burnt out and i think it's the same thing with your passion and your love you can love something but you have to separate that from the viability of what's going to make it prosperous so yes if i want to Say louder. <laughs> but people don't say that. And to the same extent is, sure, I love doing this podcast. I like the same perspective as we're going to get into gaming in about like 10 minutes, 15 minutes or so. While people don't know, um, and I didn't let you know fully, my uh, war zone was downloading this entire conversation. It kind of worked out perfectly. <laughs> it's like about 10 minutes left until it's downloaded, so it's going to work out perfectly. But Because um, I had an update or something. But with that in mind, it it's also like if I want to do this podcast and I want to continue to do it, um, I might, I like the idea of me being mobile and me being able to have my office space here at home, have the St. Talks office, but also being able to meet people at where, where they thrive in their mm -hmm. atmosphere, in restaurants, at bars. Um, I had the barbershop episode. I have this episode, we're going to game um, for a bit. Um, shoot, if someone's a swimmer, I'll swim with them and I'll figure out how to do it. Mm -hmm. But, I have to make sure it's attainable. If someone lives on freaking Mars and it's not attainable, it's going to cost me everything I have to make an episode on Mars. While that might be dope and it might be a great concept, I should think, hey, 
I can't attain that now. I, I know my passion and my goal is there, mm-hmm. or I, I'm passionate enough where I want to do one uh, episode every day, but I can't attain that and sustain this. This is going to be a month long project if I do that, yeah. or it could be a five year long project or a 10 year project or longevity of how long I want to do it, but I do within my means. And limiting your passion and your love sometimes is difficult, but the same reason oh, why it's very people hard. don't like you, you want to buy everything for your fiance, don't you? Absolutely. That's a, like any person's general thing. I would love to buy everything for my wife. Yes. But I can't, you know, so knowing that what my limitations are on my love, what I can and cannot do, um, waking up in the morning and seeing my dogs look at me, seeing my wife look at me and I'm like, dang, I got to go work today. But if I don't work and I just stay cuddled in the bed with my dogs and my wife, which would feel great and be amazing in a month, it'd feel really crappy when we have to hug together for warmth out in the street. Absolutely. And that's part of, it, yeah, the drive. Yeah. And so like, yeah, put in your passion, put in your love. I think that's a, that's definitely amber to the fire. It's definitely, you know, fuel, but keep in mind, as you said, like, if you're just going off your passion and love, that's not everything. One, you need the talent or the, the expertise in that area, or you have to grow in that area, right? If I just love to draw, but I suck at drawing, eventually I have to come to the fact that I suck at drawing and mm-hmm. I have to figure out how can I, because you can be a sucky drawer and still make money off of it, but not just, you have to realize this strategy is not working. Cool. What's the next strategy to make it work? Right. And the other thing is, What I'm doing now is what I want my life to look look like. Mm-hmm. And in order for it to look like this, I have to be financially in a place where I can maintain this. Yeah. And the finance part of it comes from the business aspect of it. Yeah. So if I want to, if I'm a singer... Or let's say I'm a painter mm-hmm. and you say, you know what? I really want to start showing people and painting more and maybe showing people mm-hmm. on Instagram and you're having a lot of fun doing it and you're doing it all the time. Eventually, depending on your time frame and your finances and your commitment, at some point you're going to have to stop painting as much. Because your bank account isn't allowing you. Correct. And the way Unless to make you're your, doing it for money, yes. Yeah. Unless you start saying, well, because this is my problem. One of my problems is in the gaming community, very, very different than most communities. The gaming community loves to give. It's almost in the culture. Financially giving with subscriptions and donations. It's part of the culture. It's if you were to take some time and look into it, it's it's beautiful. It's really crazy how they support. It's unbelievable. And having we peaked at 17 concurrent viewers live the other day. And we've been growing a lot and a lot of subscriptions, everything. A lot of follows. You had a hundred thousand views. You had a hundred thousand views on one of your videos. Hundred thousand views too. on TikTok. Yeah. So and people have been DMing me and coming to me and like, yo, how can I donate to you? How can I subscribe to you? Well, first thing, yeah. we get an actual subscription button on YouTube when we hit a thousand subscribers. So right now that's been the goal. And I've told people, listen, I'm not putting out anything 
per subscription until we get or donation links until we get to a thousand because me and my pride maybe i just don't want people to think that this is for money money for financial gain but the culture is saying well why would we think that because what we do normally is we donate a subscribe to people who have one viewer and you're at way more than that why aren't you allowing us to give to you and it's like right now it's been boggling my mind i'm like i I," because if i give in and start allowing people to give to me i don't want the impression to come off as i don't know how i just gone onto this tangent that was supposed to make sense for something but i forgot (laughs) bro um i will say the majority of people i talk to and if people who listen to me and will enjoy talking to me hopefully Mm -hmm. saint talks will be a continuous thing um, absolutely i talk a lot i talk a lot (laughs) um but i go on tangents and that's i think the best people give us space to go on tangents and kind of do that what do you do naturally what do you love doing what do you do best and find the medium that asks for those qualifications yeah and then you'll align your heart and your mind with a passion exactly um dang that was i just dropped some fucking knowledge for whoever's listening if you're looking and you're confused (laughs) about what what drives you what lane you should be in take some time reflect what do you love truly who are you truly what do you do naturally and find a space that's asking for those things you love to talk you love listening to people talk a podcast is you talking and listening to someone talk another medium could be maybe a psychologist or a therapist you love to give advice and you love to hear people talk about their journey you love to I don't know. You love to freaking come up with equations and teach people. Then go be a teacher. You just told yourself, but for some reason you're blocking that off because maybe the journey is too daunting and that means going back to school. But if it's truly lining with who you are, then stop choking yourself from a love. I'm saying that out of love, like for your best interest, just go do it. Well, that's what like what some people misconstrue. It's when some people say, "Oh, don't just focus on your passion, your love, right?" And so they think, "Oh, so I should just be a be accountant." I use this phrase a lot, by the way. I have two friends who are accountants, like one of my best friends. Uh, two of my best friends are accountants. They will be on the podcast, and I love them. Abe and Lucas, we love you. I know you guys are accountants. It's not dissing your passion. That is your passion. But, it's tough to always um, give an example because it's. <laughs> When you name one career, yeah. someone out there is going to go, wait, that's my career. Why are you using it as an yeah. example? It's like, especially because uh, my two friends are accountants. Like one of my yeah. two closest friends are accountants. Two of them are my, uh, are accountants. And it's like, I keep on mentioning them. So they keep on bringing it up. But it's a very stable, mundane job, right? So I use it, for example, but being a lawyer or whatever it is, using the safe money, this is my plan A. Obviously, a lot of people get stuck in that trap. But the idea is go after your passion, your love, then make it um, do your part and making sure that you can attain that career choice and continue on with it. So I think it goes hand in hand. You have to have the business aspect of the capitalism, how I'm going to maintain myself. Mm-hmm. If we didn't have that, if money wasn't a thing, then sure, do what the hell you want. But it's a reality. You need that. And then take that and then take your passion and love and fully invest in mm-hmm. it so you can then be financially free from, you know. It's a, it's a balance game, but some people just, either they go on this side of it, so they're on this side of the spectrum where they're mm-hmm. like, I have to, 
I can't follow my passions and goals. I have to work in this mm-hmm. nine to five job, and, mm-hmm. which is fine if that's really what you want to do. But if you're sacrificing too much, don't do it. Don't get stuck in the rat race. And then you have the other side of it where it's, where it's like, hey, bro, I feel like I'm going to do this. And it's like, cool. Do you have money? No. Do you have a means to getting money? No. Okay, let's make some decisions so you, so you can attain this mm-hmm. in a right way. And so we don't want, you know, obviously I like people striving for the goals, but don't dig yourself in a hole, you know, make a logical yeah. decision. Yeah. Um, it's a fun mix, you know, it's a fun game of uh, balance. And you know what thought just had, that just came into my mind that I've never thought about until now. So anyone that's listening, I'm literally gra- gathering an opinion on the spot. So if I'm way <laughs> off, excuse me. Um, the the mindset that we're talking about and pursuing your passion and pursuing what you love and that's the life that you should live may have blinded us at some point because i can think about when i was in high school and i felt this way and i'd hear about people getting degrees that would pay them well rather than it being something they love and I used to go, man, but why aren't you pursuing your passion and love? But something that now I'm trying, just came to my mind, a perspective that maybe I didn't consider is that loving money is also a passion. Yeah. Your future and what you really love and passion could be being financially stable. So someone who might work a nine to five or whatever, an account, let's use an accountant. <laughs> yeah. He might just really love money and being financially and stable. Talk. And why can't that be enough? Why isn't well, yeah, that so- considered a passion? Maybe it is. And in my circle, it's people don't talk like that. Usually the passion well, is something like a creative project, or create a project, being a fucking NFL superstar or something. Like why can't an accountant be a dream and a passion? Maybe you just love money and giving people financial advice. And being rich, yeah. being rich could be a passion. Yeah, because you get to do what the hell you want. I mean, so this is the thing where I see it's it's more so there's people that complain about their lifestyles. Mm. So they complain of where they're at. And I don't agree with complaining. I think that you built it, live in it. You know, like you dug this grave, get in it. You know, or you built this boat, you know, use it. And so that's where I think that people have to take responsibility of this is my life. This is my journey. This is my video game. So you're playing your video game, right? And you make the choice. If you're in a free-for-all game, mm-hmm. it's nobody else's fault, even if there's other things that arise. It's no one else's fault. No one's unplugging you from your game. If that's not happening, if you're not shot dead mm-hmm. in this aspect, if your game doesn't get turned off, mm-hmm. as long as your game's on, you still have an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to use some game references here. I'm going to get real deep in my pastoral go, go, side go, go, of go. But if you're, if you're on a mission and you get sidetracked from the mission, mm-hmm. you can always go back to the mission at hand. Mm-hmm. Just because you, you sway it away, doesn't mean you can't, you know, hey, uh, shoot, I forgot that, you know, I'm on this map and I'm all the way in this corner, but my objective is over here. Let me just run over there. There's no limitations on that in life. So whatever age you are, wherever you're at in life, it just depends. What's your mission? What's your goal? Mm-hmm. Now, if your goal is I want to work Monday through Friday, nine to five, I want my weekends off so I can spend it with my wife and kids and I want to make enough money to sustain them so my wife doesn't have to work and she can take care of the kids. Great. The only issue I have is when someone does that or has a job that's enticing or work, you know, has a workload or construction, whatever it may be. And then they're like, 
oh man, this is so tough. And they're complaining. Mm. No, dude, you made, you made that choice. Right. That choice is yours. No one right. made that choice for you. Oh, but I got married young. I had my kid young. That was your choice. Right. I, 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 I'm, I have empathy, but it's difficult for me sometimes because people were, were complaining because it's like no one made you have a kid prematurely. Right. No one made you get married prematurely. That was your choice. Now stick by it. It's not the end of the world. You can still chase after your dreams. And here's what I what I think might have happened to someone like that, hypothetically speaking, mm-hmm. is one, man, I, and I know it's gonna, it's been said a million times, but how much do you really know, even before the age of twenty five, even maybe mm-hmm. I'm I'm twenty five right now, so I'm only speaking from my age and back. Turning 24 in like but a few weeks. how much do you really know or how much is your – this is something I've been talking about recently with my fiance as well is your alignment with your mind and your heart sometimes takes a while. So mm-hmm. what you think is what you want may not be. And the reason you don't feel it is because it hasn't aligned with who you are yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you could choose that at 18 because your mind is telling you that, but you have not yet evolved enough to align or experienced enough, experienced enough or invested in your mind and heart enough and ask those questions to find out where does your heart stand and how do I align it with what my mind thinks? Yeah. And then people might discover that when it's too late. And that's yeah, heartbreaking. And that's the thing. But I even, to challenge that a bit, I always tell people, I don't, in church aspect and then just in personal aspect when I'm talking to people, I challenge people heavily because when they say it's too late for me, I look at people that it wasn't too late for, you know? Mm-hmm. I think many if you examples. truly have, yeah, like if, if you truly have a passion, you're not, it's not late enough. I mean, Joe Rogan's 53, bro. Mm-hmm. Like he's doing a podcast very well. Mm-hmm. He does jujitsu. He does all these things. He's 53. Uh, Bezos is 50s. Uh, Elon Musk is high 40s, low, close to 50s. And a lot of them started at a later age. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is like aspirations of billionaires and these six highly successful people. But even looking at like um, when people started their, their craft or passion, there's all ages. Um, it's the same thing with getting married. Uh, you're, you just got engaged. Right. Mm-hmm. Once again, congratulations. It's a really Thank exciting you. time. Yes. I got married at 1920. Right. After six months of dating. Like that's my time frame. Right. That's not your time frame. You've been together with your now fiance for longer than I've been in my entire marriage mm-hmm. and relationship. Um, and we're happy and we've right. gone through quarantine, but it doesn't mean either one is correct. There's, I don't think there's a correct formula and people get so fixated on the formula of well my I, I've, this person did this way dude i literally bad. was speaking to i'm gonna repeat it a thousand times my fiance yesterday about this and yeah what people listen i i don't if it comes off like i'm arrogant or know everything it's not no, these are it, just man. opinions that i've formulated recently and until someone presents me with an opinion that sounds better then i'll analyze that and go through that process but right now Perspective is one of the most dismissed things in life that people don't Mm. understand. Life is about perspective. Perspective. 
if we both have a fucking Big Mac from McDonald's. Big Mac's McDonald's, right? Yeah. I always say Whopper is McDonald's, but that's Burger <laughs> King. So yeah, Big Mac. Yeah. Your life experiences and how you've eaten food and what you've closed yourself off to and how your taste buds have been formulated are going to make a Big Mac, whether it's 1% or 50%, taste different to you than it does to me. And yeah, that's on 100%. a micro level. Now imagine mm -hmm. perspective on politics, religion, personality, character traits, morals. Mm -hmm. You need to, and I think this would make everybody and everyone live in a happier society and be more understanding of people is if you you keep reminding yourself that life is about perspective. Yep. How you look at something, I genuinely cannot understand with no matter how many words you use, what you've experienced through quarantine will is very singular to you and nobody else on this planet. I don't care if seven, all 7 billion of us have gone through quarantine. Your specific character with your specific partner and their personality traits, the condition of your house, the condition of your, your marriage before quarantine, it's all so specific that only you will have that perspective. And if mm -hmm. people can engrave that in their mind and understand that no matter how much information you have about someone, you cannot gather enough to really, really sit in their shoes and really have the true empathy. And if you leave that space to leave it mysterious, then I feel like everyone would just understand each other better and be more welcoming of different perspective. Like, Leo, whatever you've gone through in your life, no matter how many hours we sit here and you talk to your audience, thousands of podcasts, that's only a percentage of understanding of what they understood yeah. of you and your perspective. Well, it's the same thing when you watch a game or a movie, you go into that world, right? You get a glimpse of what it's like, but I have no idea what it would be like to be the God of war. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, when I'm in the game, I'm like, man, I, I feel like I'm in them. I'm in their perspective. I'm in that POV, but I've never been to shoot COD. Like I have an idea of what it's like playing a video game, but I'm no, not at all. Can I say I'm, and I can speak to veterans, I can watch veteran videos, but I have no idea what it's like to go to work. Right. And I probably won't. If I have any choice about it, I will not. That's just not in Right. Me. And I give kudos. Like I, I'm the type of person, I'm not sure. It's not political at all, but I'm the type of person, every time I see a veteran, not that they get a free pass to do anything, but I open the doors, I try to be polite. I say, say thank you for your mm -hmm. service. It's mm -hmm. just something I've, I was raised with. Mm -hmm. And mainly because I know I have a deep respect for things that I cannot do. And deep respect to things that I've seen the hustle behind, but something like really, I give kudos to people, same way with you, your career choices, man, I can't imagine doing that. And being a veteran is one of those, just an example, where I'm like, I can't imagine doing that. I've played hundreds of games when I was a kid of COD and zombies, and obviously those are fake scenarios, but VR, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oculus, I've used all these things, watched movies, Hacksaw Ridge, one of my favorite movies. I can't imagine being a veteran. Just can't go through my mind mm -hmm. at one point i wanted to be uh, i wanted to go to war mm -hmm. um and even then i'm like i can't can't fathom it like it's just i get hurt when i stub my toe against the, the bed now me trying to explain you know me trying to understand this guy saying oh, yeah i got shot at here 
I mounted my wound. He's explaining it with detail and I'm trying to get that empathetic mm -hmm. view and that I don't understand what his perspective of life is. Mm -hmm. Like if he sees something differently than I do, obviously right. different lifestyle choices and experiences. Um, I hope that people value that more. It's yeah, unbelievable. I hope people value these things more. It's, yeah, and, and if you had a twin, mm -hmm. hypothetically speaking, yeah, even to that level, you could not truly understand what your twin feels if you both got hit with, I don't know, a freaking snowball to the face at the same time. Yeah. How he perceives that feeling and what it does to him emotionally, psychologically is mm -hmm. going to be different than you. I don't care if you have the same face and yep. most of the same freaking, I don't know, biology that well, but same. Yeah chromosomes and or whatever, nerve cells, endings. nerve endings. Yeah. It's going to be different. It just will be. So yeah, if we can understand that and see if he starts crying and you don't, it's not because he's emotional or soft or he's feeling something that you don't. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I came to terms with that, with that especially while pastoring with people because, once again, I don't. this podcast is not going to be per se, a podcast about my strife and pain. I'm going to touch upon that in the future, but as people know, I've mentioned in the past, my abuse and things I've gone to as a child mm. took a toll on me in, in certain ways. And for a long time, it was tough for me to look at someone else's complaints or, or, or them saying this hurts or uh, I was, I'm mad at that or I'm sad mm. about that. Like mm. uh, it, it took a while for me to understand it because I don't feel that way. So my grandpa died a few weeks ago, uh, something like that. Um, not too long ago. And once again, it hit the family and people were, and it's not like I'm not saddened in a way, but I didn't take it as emotionally as some other people would mm. that I know that lost their, their, their family members, not to get morbid at all, because no, <laughs> I'm fine, no. but it's, it's the way I, I take it. So my wife, for example, she complained that I don't, she's never really seen me cry or when we got married, mm. I didn't cry. And it's just something, it's not that I, I love my wife. I, I, I adore her, but it's not my type of processing of the emotion. Mm -hmm. Right. Whereas, and it's um, easy for her to look at you and not saying that she does hypothetically speaking yeah. and be, why isn't he sad? Maybe your form of sadness just looks different. Yeah. And that's and hard she, for so people to understand because for most people oh, yeah. being sad means crying. And for some other people mm -hmm. being sad means being super quiet. And for people that yep. are coming from respect perspective of when they're sad, they cry and seeing someone who doesn't do that when they're supposed to be sad is like, I'm so confused. Yeah. Continue. So we came to terms with that. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I totally agree with you that like, we came to terms because with that, because the way I process emotions are like, I'm very moderate mm. through the years. I became very moderate. So I used to be a very sporadic person, very angry, very happy, very mm. intense with the bipolar diagnosed bipolar when I was young. So it made sense, but because of therapy, because of self discipline, because of medications that I took when I was a kid, I became very moderate in a lot of ways. Mm. So with emotion, I'm just moderate. I don't think it's a defect. It's just I'm moderate with how I, I'm usually in a nice steady level, mm. even when it's anger or sadness. It's not like I get mad at things or sad. You don't really offend me easily. Mm -hmm. um, and so for a lot of people, it took a while for me even because, because I didn't get offended. I was confused when people got offended when I said stuff because I was just, wasn't I was crass, but I was just upfront, And <laughs> I had to learn wait up not everyone's gonna process this or take this the same way so oh, i made man. it a practice to understand people 
So I, I get where people are coming from. So I'm saying, hey, did I say something or how would you like for me to bring this up? How would you like? And doing that out of a way of respect and also just also to protect my own skin because I know that my wife, she's one that if she gets angry or sad or something, she takes a moment to process the emotion. Whereas I'm more of, it's there, it's gone, I see it. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Uh, something that I deal with and that I think most people deal with that maybe they haven't thought of is how you feel about who you are and how you feel about yourself. For the most part, not for the most part, but is often misunderstood. What people mm. see and are listening to this podcast right now are establishing an opinion of me and of you. For yep. if it's the first time or third episode or seventh or a billionth, however and mm -hmm. many episodes you've done, or how many times they've heard you speak. Yeah. And it I have a tough time because I have come to a place where I really love who I am and I want the world to see that. And mm -hmm. it's tough because I know no matter what, someone right now is formulating an opinion on me and attaching some type of adjective to my personality that I know isn't true. But I can't convince you of that if you've now made that opinion. And I've tried my best to show you that that's not true. Yeah. Do you feel like you struggle with that too? Not necessarily. So. Luckily, I mean, this is where I used to heavily. So because of the bipolarity and then also growing up in church and trying to be the poster church boy and saying yes to a lot of things I shouldn't have because mm. I just wanted to participate in everything. So photography, I'll do it. You want me to do videos? I'll do it for everyone and every mm. single thing. And you know this probably for a little bit. I was participating in a lot of things that I learned to say no to mm. and not care. I was, I was living to... Um, for a long time, I was living for a man in terms of um, pleasing people, pleasing people and just dependency on so many things mm. and so many avenues. So I, I aspired to be a pastor. So I had to do this. I had to carry the water bottles for the pastors and carry the Bibles and fit a certain aesthetic and vibe. But I wanted to be creative because that's my outlet. So I gravitated toward creative uh, aesthetic, clothing and everything. But that kind of sometimes depending where i was contradicted the look i needed to be a pastor right. and then that contradicted the way i wanted to be when i wanted to work with secular people or secular world and then it contradicted how i wanted to do when i was studying and doing my theology class like mm -hmm. so all these things kind of pushing at me and i wanted to be a different person in so many ways that really took a toll on me because i was trying to please so many people mm -hmm. then when i came to the realization i had you know introspective moments in realizing not that i don't care about people but there's a select few people that I want to care about. Um, my family, the Saint home, my wife, my, my sister I care about, my brother, my mother, um, few people and few friends that I care about. If I'm not doing something that's damaging them, then if I'm doing something that's damaging them in terms of it's affecting them negatively and it's not just because they don't like it, then I'm going to work on those aspects. I'm going to fix those edges and I'm going to work on myself because I want to be better. Even with podcasts, I want to make sure that I'm better speaker, and um, articulate myself with guests better. But my core being is who I am. And that everything else can change 
as an extension of myself, but who I am, I accept and it comes to realization. I love myself. Mm -hmm. I love the pain I've gone through. Um, I love the things that I've messed up on. I wouldn't change most of it because it's, mm -hmm. it's lessons that have been learned. And also it, it's created who I am because once again, if I had different experiences or if I was a different person, I wouldn't appreciate the things that I, it wouldn't be me. Mm -hmm. I, I firmly believe if I change anything about myself because of these things, other than just attributes, it's not me. Then it's a clone. Mm. It's a it's a twin or something. So I have come to the realization I love myself, hundred um, percent, and I tell myself that I love myself. I accept it because de battling with like the depressive side and the ups and downs of life, you get to a mindset where it's like, man, do I really suck at this, mm. or am I re am I really not going to be a pastor? Am I really not going to do well in this atmosphere? Um, seeking out your passion. Am I really not that creative? Like that was mm. a big question. Like, am I really not creative? Right. people aren't vibing with what I'm doing, maybe I should just quit because living off of other people's opinions. And then I said, you know what? Screw it. There will be people that will accept me for who I am. And I have to learn how to be the best version of myself for myself, not for other people, for my wife, be the best husband I can be. And once I realized that I needed to be whole, once again, my relationships got better. That's when I started, you know, getting to meet my wife. And even there, there was a process. I wasn't fully there. And um, long tangent to say, it for a long time I was in that place and now I'm not and I'm thankful for it. I'm still growing and learning, but I'm thankful I'm not in that position where I'm constrained and afraid and dependent on other people's opinions. Now yeah, it's, I, I would know. say I, I don't feel at one point I did feel constrained to that pressure. I don't feel it anymore. It doesn't change who I am or how I act. If anything, it makes me um more inclined to be sharp about mm. who i am and present yeah. myself exactly as myself so that mm. if people come up with a conclusion of me i know that i did everything i could to present myself exactly who i am so whatever exactly. their opinion they crafted I can feel confident in saying that your opinion of me is incorrect. I apologize. However, you came to mm -hmm. that. I know it it's your opinion, but it's it's based on how you perceived me and decided to manipulate that thought into fitting whatever agenda or program or whatever feelings or whatever maybe you see some of me and someone you knew before and that person didn't treat you right. And now subconsciously you've aligned me with that person and now you look at me and you don't like me so yeah. i've come to peace with knowing if that's your conclusion i now know that i've offered exactly who i am and if that person isn't sitting well with you then it's okay if you don't like me that's also fine too yeah but i know that i did what i could to do exactly who i am and i'm not going to change that before yeah, I would we, try to kind of, to change how can to I be sure a people, people pleaser? How can I make this person like me more? Now it's about mm -hmm. how can I love me more so they can like me more? Yeah, and I think Sense. people notice it. Yeah, people notice it too when you love yourself and you have that self-confidence. But I've come to that. So that is Do you think so? Do you think people really yeah. love that? I think they do. Deep down they do. I think there's a narrative that people don't want to like that, like a Kanye, even though there's other mm. people like Kanye, but, but people that truly are vocal on the self-love, there is 
a lot of times the hate, but that comes from people that don't self-love in general. So people that don't love themselves love do you to think see that's other people impose it. Do you think that's gained enough traction that that's popular? A popular yeah, belief, well, a, a main, what's the word? Mainstream. Uh, mainstream. Mainstream thought. Yeah. So people it, get it excited is, when you see them loving themselves. Because I, I still feel like people live with... Self-hatred? Mm, I don't know if there are as many in the real world off of social media that are really pushing that narrative of we love to see people loving themselves. I almost well, so feel like that's a weird like trend, which it shouldn't be. It should be the the main thought process. We should all want people to love themselves. I just don't well, know if people really think nature. like that. I think they do, but there's a human nature. So it's the same reason why the news pushes bad news, right? The news is typically, if you want to see bad things, it's on the news. Mm. The good things aren't, aren't news quality or newsworthy. Mm. Um, that doesn't fit the narrative. And the reason is it's, um, I remember Kevin Hart spoke on this once, but it's people love bashing things. So if you present a movie that's, you'll get a lot more comments on something. If you said Wonder Woman, I'm not sure if you've watched the new Wonder Woman. Not yet. Not ruining it for you at all. It has mis mixed reviews. Yeah, I've heard and, not and, positive things. And that's what flourishes. And that's what's going to get more traction is people talking negatively about mm -hmm. it because that's what sells the most. That's what's presented most. It's it's a weird, innate human quality or disquality and, and, and attribute that people love talking about the negative side of things. It's the same thing when you have that um, scenario or analogy that teachers do where they do like five or 10 equations, but they run write one equation wrong. They do like nine plus one is nine, nine plus uh, yeah. two is 11, 11, and they do everything else right, but they said nine plus one is nine. So you, they did 10 things right, but they did one thing wrong and everyone focuses on that, mm -hmm. right? So it's the same thing with life. If you make one mistake, and especially with this day and age cancel culture, you can have a lifetime of good but you make that one mistake and that's what people are so focused on. I think it's a toxic thing. I don't think it's truly who we are in terms of, I think people do want to self-love, but because there's this overarching theme outside of social media and in social media where we want to cancel, where we want to um, focus on the negative. And when people step up and say, I love myself, even if you don't, I love myself, even if you don't think that I am the best at this, or even if I am not the best at this and I accept that mm. there is another overarching theme that says, no, let's, forget that and you could think it's a conspiracy you could think a lot of things but it that it's there Pro. it's true it's real cancel culture people when they take a second and think of what if someone looked into my life he probably stopped believing in cancel culture because listen 100%. everybody in our lives has something that would cancel us yeah like even it. if it's one piece of evidence every single one, one of us so for All you to believe so for you to believe in that and to push that narrative, it only feels good to you because it, the light isn't on you. Mm -hmm. As soon it's as the light's on stone. you, bro, you're screwed. <laughs> so you better well, the thing, it's, it's throwing stones. It's throwing stones in a glass throwing house. Throwing stones, right? exactly. And people but love literally. Because, literally doing that. But it's, it's the reason why people are, are comfortable with it is because it's easy to take shots in people in the limelight. It's easy to take shots at those people. Because they, the mindset is so talking. toxic, man. Holy crap! And it, and it's gotten popularity now, but it's always been around. It's like the same thing with witch trials. It's the same thing with 
I mean, if you go biblically, you have the people that did that. You have um, Egyptians. You have it's mm -hmm. a, it's a, it's a it's a reality in somewhere in our DNA and our in our mindset, whatever it may be, tribal. But it is not beneficial um, to our progression as humans. And mm -hmm. I think it's weird that we cling to it so much. I think it's it, I think it's so weird that cancel culture is so popular now. I feel like it should have been canceled itself but it's gained popularity and i understand it from if you look at it like a psychological way people would love to it's the reason why um what's that game on apps that people use right now it's like uh where people say you're sus among us among us yeah that's why among us does so well because you you can literally get people to think someone's quote-unquote sus and twist people's mindset and win a game because people are prone to that if someone mm -hmm. just they probably did nothing wrong and they look sus and then it's just enough convincing to push it. It's the same reason why politics are the way they are and the world is the way, way it is. And we live mm -hmm. in 2021 after 2020, 20, uh, you should see how illy, uh, badly convinced we are, mm -hmm. um, how we treated COVID, how people just took a, a, one doctor said something and everyone's like, that's the fact we should do this now. And then they found out, no, we shouldn't do this. All right, let's do this now. People like being told what to do. And if it's being told to, to, become a uh or uh well not a riot what are those people with like the uh, pitchforks and um a mob or one of those like frankenstein if we say that's frankenstein it's a monster let's get it they're not going to question people love that mm -hmm. um why and a lot of people a would thing, a lot of people that feel that way would say that they don't believe in that but they do they do it's just a, it's just a, they lie to themselves oh the game finally downloaded literally um yeah but uh, you want to get into the gameplay? If you want to. Let's do it, bro. It's up we'll to start you. the gameplay. Okay. Um, let's start it up. We'll pause the video for now because I got to take a back I got to take a we'll leak too. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, you know, okay. let's uh, pause it here. We'll record this and we'll get game gameplay and we'll ask some questions there. That's good. Sweet, man. All right, we're starting Call of Duty Warzone. Back at it again and waiting for a match. Some duos over here. So yep. you know more than I do. I'm not sure even what BR stands for. Oh, Battle Royale. Battle Royale. <laughs> I figured it out myself. There you go. I have like zero CP. Don't know what that means. Uh, Cod points. Sure. <laughs> it's I just like the in-game currency. I see. And I am um, the fellow on the left. Uh, pretty built. Not like me. Well, actually, on my screen, you're the fellow on my right, so. Oh, I see. <laughs> see, so, I feel like your guy looks just like you. You think so? <laughs> yeah, 100%. Diesel out. Like Sweet. So where did we leave right. off? What were we talking about? It was right before I needed to go to the bathroom, so. I'm trying to remember with my bladder, but I can't. <laughs> um, I'm not sure, but like, yeah, continue the conversation. I mean um we were kind of on that i think on the self analyzing and really what we put out there the one thing i will say is a mentality that i have with people i work with also with my own mentality is um is don't give people a reason like don't give a people a reason to think badly or poorly of you you know so right. where I'm still myself, I try not to allow people to have a, a false perspective by my own actions. So like, 
if that means I'm not, what the heck happened? Is that a why is there a plane? I'm sorry, I'm so I'm such a newbie. This so time. that was like our um, practice. Trial. Now we're actually starting oh. the game. That's like the waiting lobby room. So while players are loading in, they give you the opportunity to shoot and get familiar I with see. some of the guns. Now you can see it's to it's the, the real death. Thing. Yeah, now we're to Question the for death. You. Question for you on this, right? Let's go is over there a way here. I can do it not in first person where I can like actually see myself or no? Nope. This is a first-person shooter, so you do not have okay. the option. There that are pin, games. The yellow pin is where you dropped it, right? Yeah, there are games where you have the uh, option, to be third-person, but. Wait. That's fine. Like That's Fortnite is third-person, like right? Fortnite and PUBG are what I'm used to. Right. That's fine. H1Z1 was third. Uh, now. So basically, just land with me. At lumber. At lumber, yeah. Yeah, sounds like dope to me. Um, but yeah, like. In terms of perspective of trying to be the best version of myself, it's mostly not for other people. Um, but the way I see it is, I just don't want to give people a reason. So background as a pastor, especially, I don't want to be the person that harms someone or gives them reason to be Land at this house right here. Right. Like me. So that's big, my biggest thing is not so much I'm acting for other people, but I don't want to cause people strife or pain, you know? Right. And be the reason for it. So that's mainly where, where I right. look at it. Um, but I definitely became a... Oh, damn, that was... You are... No way. Where are you? <laughs> are you on the roof? Oh, I was yeah, just up there, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's interesting. It's an interesting perspective of it. You can see how good I am, guys. I just... Re revive already off the top. And then I just want to get my, my feet wet, you know? <laughs> I'm good at conversation. Feel what it's like. Apparently. I haven't played a game like this since I don't know when, so. Like, I really don't know what I'm doing, so I'm going to be honest with you. Okay, so do you have you ever played this game before? <laughs> like for 20 minutes. Maybe. Okay, so literally just stay right next to me and we might be okay. We're going to have to play we super slow and super passive to make sure, you're, make okay. sure you survive. But you okay, gotta be I mean, like glued to me. Okay, so basically, it's a uh, 136 people are in the lobby. People yeah, that are like watching Fortnite, right now can't see because my camera is covering the top right corner. Yeah, and uh, we just need to be the last ones left alive. Right here is, you know. What? Oh damn! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just throw a grenade. Oh my <laughs> gosh! So there's ammo. There's guns. You can see how bad I'm at this, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm just trying to switch my guns, and I obviously didn't know how to do that. So. It's okay. So if you see at the bottom left, you see those blue lines that are filled up on mine and not on yours? Yeah. Those are shields. We need shields yeah. to protect us so from that, bullets. So when we get hit, yeah. Yeah. What the heck? Is it the same thing as, like, armor? Exactly. Or, or like, uh, yeah. the potion shields in Fortnite? Yeah. You can yeah. see how illiterate I am with this. I, no, no, and no, also, I played a lot of mobile. I played a lot of mobile of these games, so honestly speaking, it's limited knowledge that I have. Okay, stay we'll close. There's nothing you. in there. I already checked the whole house. But, um, yeah, and then there's money that you can pick up, and then there's uh, buy stations where you can buy more armor. You can buy loadouts where you basically can pick up free saved weapons that you have um, made before the game started. 
What's uh, better, heartbeat sensor or the bandage thing? Bandage thing? The... Yeah, medical kit. Circle closing, alright. Yeah, we need to get out of here, but we don't have any <laughs> shields, which is not good. It's fun playing with someone who actually knows what they're doing and then playing with a noob like me. And then trying to have a podcast while doing it. I yeah, we'll be fine. I, I just literally <laughs> mean you have to cannot lose sight of me. Well... Because if you out. if you do lose sight of me, then it'll be a two v one, and that's difficult. Let's go. <laughs> My so, bad. <laughs> anyways, um. Yeah, but um, so gaming like this, have you ever done like? So you do a lot of streaming. Do you do online typically or no? Yeah, like I'll I'll play Warzone. Um, but but solo or do you play on teams typically? I'll play with a team. Yeah, I don't like really playing solo Warzone. It's too um, just not into it. It's the likelihood of winning is so minuscule. So I used to get oh. pumped when PUBG when I used to win and Fortnite I used to win. Um, I'm also a camper. Oh shit! Was that did you kill yourself? No, someone threw a grenade in here. I'm in the kitchen or the bathroom. Bro, Damn. I freaking pressed the button to change my scope <laughs> like an idiot. Okay, we had hey, no shields. It's a... Yeah, it's a lesson, I guess. So now this is the gulag. So basically, gulag. you have a second chance. So we're about to fight someone 1v1, and this is your chance to get a second chance. Okay, so we all have to fight 1v1? Yep. To get out? Smoke Do we have my guns? Guy. Or just like... Yep, you have a gun. <laughs> oh, intriguing. That should be fun. Good luck. This is intense, man. Super intense. I, I think I mentioned this before. Imagine this was all real. Like, this is a simulation. It's like Hunger Games. Like oh, people. yeah. For real. Oh, well, I'm dead. Okay, so I'm, <laughs> I'm going to have to revive you. So now, you just watch, basically. You have... Hey, I'll watch you. That's but now you can... You can see I... how good I'm at this game, right? No, you're good. <laughs> it's wow. not easy. I can see. Oh, you're still in the game, game. Yeah, I I won my gulag. So that means I, I I get a second chance. Yeah, I mean this means I can just focus on questions more and just grill you with questions and watch it. Exactly. Um, so hit me with whatever you got. So what is your deepest? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Imagine. Um, it's funny because the amount of people I actually have prepared for podcasts and such, and the ones I've gotten recorded and yet to post in terms of episodes that i'm doing mm -hmm. um one of the most consistent questions i get is uh what should i be prepared on like what should i read up on or prepare for the episode and i'm like nothing just i guess yourself <laughs> you know um if there's anything you don't want to talk about i guess be ready not to talk about it and learn how to use a verbiage but um i like having genuine conversations so right. do you feel that you have to act a different way while filming no. Like, you have to filter yourself or no? You're just no, absolutely not. If anything, yeah, if anything, the only thing that I feel like I might have to do a little bit is just turn up my social bar. So if... How so? If my social bar, which means, you know, talking a lot is normally at a 10% in my normal life, mm -hmm. when I stream... I have to 
crank that up quite a bit. So it's not that I'm not being me because if I'm turning it up to 100%, people that are really close to me, like my fiance, best friends, mm -hmm. they get that 100%. But I'm yeah. more of an introvert, so I don't give that to uh, many people. So people that don't know me too well, they might feel like, oh, he's acting so different. But it's just you're not close enough that I would give you that, that extroverted that. side of me. Yeah. yeah. I keep that. I, I just, can feel that. It's a, no, I was just going to say that's just uh, my nature. Yeah, and honestly speaking, I guess that's a, it's a, what we mentioned before, it's like the nature of the business. If you were just quiet the entire time, then you have to rely on, shoot, I'm just super entertaining because I'm really good or something, right? Um, but stepping out of that box and being more extroverted is the, you know, is, might be a challenge in a way, but it's also the, the reason why people might watch you yeah i mean at the end so of the day I, I i the truth is i'm providing entertainment yeah the truth is so there is a level of professionalism in how i conduct myself to allow for the most enjoyable experience mm -hmm. for the viewer i need some yeah. more money to get you this is interesting. This game has money and everything. I have never played a game like this. It's definitely interesting. Um, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, even with podcasting, it's difficult for me because I like talking. So depending on the interview, obviously, if it's a conversation like this, it's a little bit different. But I've done specific interviews where I had to learn, especially how to ask better questions and listen to them and grasp it. But that's, I mean, it's just also depending on what my people or audience want, right? So if I get a lot of feedback negatively on how I interacted with this one. I might tweak some things or whatever. Ooh, get him. Get him. Oh. You know, I'm not like an, I'm not an aggressive person other than driving really, but watching these, I get so like ready to kill something. You know, it's, it's a funny feeling. Yeah, sorry, there's a dude close to me. Oh yeah, I saw him. This one's like, get him. I saw him in the circle. There's two of them. Yeah, Nothing. they're hit away because the circle's closing. Yeah, but I think they're waiting for me. Because that's what you I You know these do. games better than I do. <laughs> that's what I, I'm totally a camper, so when I play Fortnite or any of these, I can't plot. Do you consider yourself a camper? Do, you get, do people get really angry at people like that? Because I, I would do that. People are like, that's a new way to do it. I'm yeah, like, oh. if, I mean, if you're just sitting in a house the whole game, then you're camping. But if you're moving slowly and... But are you... Ne or is it such a negative thing? Ooh. Like, do you see it as a negative thing that people that camp? Do you look down upon people that do that? Depends on the game mode. But um, it's, like it's not that I look at them negatively necessarily, but there's a time and place for it. And mm -hmm. I feel like the game is not designed to be enjoyed that way. But if yeah. you feel like you're at the skill where that's the only way you can enjoy the game, then... Mm -hmm then whatever allows you to have fun, I guess. Well, I say it's the same thing as like Floyd Mayweather. I, I don't like Floyd Mayweather because he plays boxing too safe. Mm. Right? And so... That's a, good, that's a great parallel. Yeah, so, I mean, I camp here and there because I know the win, so... Um, but then I tried to play more in the game and enjoy it more because I don't... I'm not there. It's the same thing if you go to the arcade even. Like, you could go there just for tickets and play the slot machine games that get you tickets. Or you can go and play 
skee-ball and the games that you actually enjoy in basketball. That might not give you the most tickets, but you're going to enjoy it. So I think that's also a part of it. Like what I appreciate when people actually know how to play the game and play it well, where they can risk quote unquote themselves and play more of it, shoot, do these things is you're actually doing what it's created for, not created to for you to sit right, out. Right, right. Like, I hear you. I, I played hunting games. I think Red Dead has the one of those too, or one of those where you're like in the forest kind of sitting around waiting for a deer or something like that. And then I get that too. Oh, so I'm being deployed? Snap. Oh, you got deployed? How? I don't know. It must be a new feature that I'm completely unaware of. Um, it's new to me. I'm not sure where I am at. Am I where you are playing? I have 53 yeah, seconds for something. Hide in the house. Just hide in the house. Get a gun and I'm coming to you. We need to keep you alive. I'm literally walking through the worst part of the map though. I'm definitely going to get killed. Good thing is I still have all my shields. Yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying about Floyd. That's a great parallel that I hadn't thought of. And I think that's why people like McGregor because he goes for it, you know, comparison. Right. Like, he's just McGregor goes for the fight and he he lives and breathes that. Where like if you compared their their fight, for example, you saw that Floyd was just protective the entire time, which I understand because in his position he wants to retain his title, which is fair, but it doesn't make it, a, it mean it's an enjoyable time, right? And it it takes away from the viewer's experience. And then as someone who's a fighter appreciates the art artistry of fighting, it's like man. I get it, but also, meh, you know, like, I don't respect you as much. I feel right. if you're, like, if you're a gamer and then you see someone just always camp out or just, you, I feel. Yeah, there's a level of maybe, pride maybe to wrong. it for sure. No, there's definitely a level of pride. I mean. Yeah. Because yeah, it's like, do you, so you would say the same thing kind of similar to that, right? Yeah, and I think a, a part of the uh, culture that has changed a little bit in recent years in gaming and uh, it actually was mainstream debate that was going on because ninja i think had made a statement on um i don't want to paraphrase incorrectly but it was just about uh people were getting upset that he would oh what a guy just freaking disappeared in front of me what he literally just vanished oh there's two people right here i don't know how to duck by the way what another oh. bullet i'm sorry i got i got shot at I'm not gonna lie i'm dead though that's how good i am in the game I just dub. I just bodied these kids. Did just you still made in? them my children? Yeah. So I think we get. I think what it is is you get three chances because I have a number. Now I have a number three that's counting down. So. I think that's what it is. So when you die, you get three chances as long as the other person's alive or something like that. Because now Maybe. I'm number three. Might be a new feature. Something like that. I mean, it's new to me because I've never played this so. So basically what I was going to say is that people have been um, It's been less cool and cool Less cool to really care about Wanting 
to be sweaty and try hard in video games. Yeah. People are like, bro, it's not that serious. And then just like, why can't it be that serious to me? Why can't I play video games and not play well and get incredibly frustrated? Why is that not cool anymore? Yeah. Why has it become a culture or whatever? Yeah. That just killed himself? I think so. No. Oh, maybe not. No, 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 no. Oh my god. Oh crap, I don't have anything to defend myself with right now. Please don't shoot me through the window. No shields. Watch this snipe. Nasty. Oh, guess they died. Yeah, we still have a good chance here, and I can get you back. Yeah, I mean, I have 46 seconds until I drop again. Should I request a redeployment by nearest buy station? Yeah, it just marks it on the map for me. So I'm close. My only problem is I don't have shields, dude. In this That's game, if you don't have armor, as soon as you go outside, bro, and you get shot, Shots. if you don't have armor, it's likelihood it's like that you'll survive. <laughs> yeah, it's... It's like in real life when people forget that real life you get shot and probably die <laughs> exactly you better have some a bulletproof vest or something yeah okay i'm heading to revive you right now you ready you good bro yeah i'm about to drop so we have a good chance of this by the way three seconds one second are you about to drop without me doing anything i guess so oh snap then i'm gonna save the money i think so I have 52 seconds, uh, 51 seconds. I'm not sure what that means. I have no idea what this means, to be honest with you. Okay, I'm reviving you. Oh, is that what you're doing? Is that what that yep, is? I just, I have... No, it wasn't that, but I'm reviving you because I don't want to wait and find out what that means. Cool. Oh, I need oh. armor so bad. <laughs> I need to stop oh dying so oh much. Oh my god, oh my god. Oh my god. The universe loves us today. Oh, I just found enough armor for both of us. Snap. I thought I was gonna die because I forgot. Go to into die. this house that I'm in right now, please. As soon as you, um, yeah, come down. If I jump, do I still have a parachute or no? Yeah, but then you'll have to redeploy it again. Manually. Because okay. like, don't know how to do that. But I will figure out what I have to do. Because I'm going down this mountain side. Because I'm an idiot when it comes to these games. But I'm better at podcasting, so I guess there's that. It's okay. I just land <laughs> in this house and we'll be good. We'll be set. We have a really good chance of winning this game, actually. Yeah, if we could do a podcast and land a win, I'm happier than I could ever be. Get to the safe zone. All right, get inside, get oh, inside, get inside. I'm trying. I'm dead. No yeah, way! He killed me! <laughs> no! What? That's because he's using a DMR. It's the most cracked gun in the game right now. I'm not using no it because I'm not a... Mm. So, just comparison. Look how much... <laughs> Score-wise... You are literally 4,175 points above my Yeah, we actually did pretty decent. I'm sorry that you had to die so often. You had it. You did pretty decent. I, um... How Let's do I run it again. Session? Oh, there's Rebirth Mini Royale Duos. Okay, so this is fast-paced and this is uh, smaller. So let's do, do that. I this one? I'm going to join you. How do I leave? 
I'm spectating someone. Oh, this is literally gonna go on the podcast. I think there's an. How I think, old I am this is I think there's an option game. to just leave. Click every button I know of. Circle, start menu, leave, leave. game. I found it. Boom. It was under um, options. Uh, for people that don't know, I'm a grandpa when it comes to video games, and it's a parent here. Are you back in the main lobby? Uh, it shows my progress. I got some XP, apparently. All right. Now, what am I at? Main lobby, yep. Where am I going? Can you invite me? Press triangle. Yeah. Over my name. Press, uh, if you're on PlayStation, press X. And then invite to party. Okay, one second. Oh, so anyways, while you're doing that, I'll finish my train of thought. So people, it, it became more prevalent now. There's this sort of narrative that it's not okay to get angry when you're playing a video game or to try really hard that you can't take it that seriously, that games aren't supposed to be taken that seriously. And a lot of the gaming community is clapping back because the people that are saying that are not uh, so much invested in gaming. Mm. And we're basically saying, well, why not? Why Why am I not allowed to be invested? Why can't I want to try hard? Why is trying hard not cool? I think it's a, some like we said before, like the cancer mentality and yeah. all these things. It's, it's, a, it's a negative way of thinking. Oh, you're trying too hard. So it's dismissing of other people it's unbelievable and it's an excuse like oh you try hard it's the same thing they do the same thing when you play basketball or anything like that it's like yeah i want to be good at it that's why I, you know it's like why is that a negative thing that i want to do well right um rebirth mini royale yep duos? yep all right you're the boss i'll try to play better this time <laughs> and this is going to be it's smaller i think it's only 45 people and yeah. the games go by by like 10 minutes so there's a very good chance we can win and it okay. won't take 35 minutes. Whatever. It's more like snackable content. The war zone is yeah. like you got if if the person wins, it'll take 25, 30 minutes. This yeah. it'll take 10 minutes, so we can play a ton of games in a short amount of time. Cool. Yeah, I'm down for that. I'm not even sure. We've been doing this for a minute now. Yeah, now we've been. For people that don't know, for people that don't know, I'm gonna admit it. We tried to do this podcast thing with no man's sky no man's sky <laughs> too much no, reading <laughs> for me was it no man's sky no man's sky yeah yeah there was a lot of reading and trying to have a conversation interview type thing with the amount of intellectual power it took to do that game i was doing all right you know you were doing was okay <laughs> i was over here like bro what is happening what game am i playing what oh, planet am i on so this is still the practice mode now the timer no hits zero. <laughs> no and now this we actually drop. So we need... It's going to be... Uh, a lot of... A lot's going to be going on right at the beginning. So you just got to survive and stay with me. We're going to land at that building right there. So it's more fast-paced this one. Yeah. You're going to see right, people well, way more often. Yeah, let's do it. So right there. So ready? You're going to drop out the plane now. And just look straight down to get faster. Aim right at right. it. And then you can let the parachute go. And then when you get close to the bottom, you can cut the parachute again and get inside really fast. Well, I didn't fall in the water, which was my main goal. Oh god, there's nothing here. 
Are you here? Yes, I'm in a, a house. Okay, I got shotguns for you. You're gonna be my shotgun guy today. Okay, right here. There's two Shotty. guns for you. Take those. I am going to drop you some shields. Grab those shields. Triangle switch guns. Grab those whole triangle. And now you're going to put on body armor. Whole triangle. Mm -hmm. Yep. Now you have blue three lines at the bottom left. You see that? Oh, sweet. Now I'm ready to go. So now you're fully Dude, armored up. You got two shotguns. Okay, we're yep. gonna get you an AR, which is a distance range weapon right now. You're just I need more ammo later, but that's later okay. problem. So for now, right now, glued <clears throat> to my ass. Just literally. I got you, bro. Ready? We're gonna jump out this window and head that way. Got you. Okay, let's go. Oh, See, there's some guns here. Bit. There's oh, an I LMG like there. I have no idea Grab this LMG right here. That's good, and I give you some distance. Okay, let's jump in. Yeah, jump in here. Nice. So when we're inside building buildings, have that shotgun out. As soon as you see a long hallway like this, take out the LMG so you have range. Cool. If you click this right here, these are like refill ammo stations, and it'll it's like a they're giving you ammo for free, basically, without having to find stuff on the floor. There's a few of them around the map. That's yep. generous of them. Yep. It's kind of socialist of them. I'm not sure if I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's a sniper. There's more shields here. You might want to pick those up. You can only hold eight at a time, I believe. Okay. They take things autom some things automatically, right? So yeah, I'm going to take this sniper. Oh, yeah, we're going to buy it. There's an kids. SMG there. I'm not sure if that's better than the shotgun. Or See no. this? Come here, look at this. This is a gold case. So there's yeah. going to be better loot in there. Grab that. That's stopping power rounds. Basically, pick it up. This thing? Yep. Now hold L1 and R1 at the same time. Oh, L1, R1. Now you're loading in your stopping power rounds, and those bullets do more damage than regular bullets. Sweet. So Things really... I would never know if you hadn't told me. <laughs> yeah, really, our goal of this game is just to get it done. Uh, for you, it's probably circle. I have it different. Are you not playing... Are you not playing on PlayStation? I do, but I rebind controls see, yeah, to optimize my movement and shooting and stuff like that. So for me Man's to crouch, I push down on my right analog stick. That's what I would I usually use in like other games. That's what I was thinking was that too. Oh what? damn! Who that. just killed you? Right there. I'm running right away. There. From where though? He's right there on top of the that yellow structure over there. I'm I'm crouching towards you. Oh crap. He's right over there, right there, right there. No way. He should be dead. I bodied him anyways. Alright, we got the gulag again though. 1v1. Alright, I'm gonna do better than the last time. <laughs> That's my main goal. This is fun. I might have to play this again. Next time we do this this podcast, we'll just do a gaming podcast. Just two people playing. No, no, oh, I won. Alright, I'm back. I just got in. I just got mitts and gloves. There's no guns? Oh, I do not want to land there. And there's sometimes there's no, there's no guns? There's just mitts? Yep, so sometimes it's just punching. Alright, I'm ready to go, I guess. We're landing behind the guy that killed us.
Hopefully he moved from here and he's not going to kill me again. Well, I didn't win my gulag. Apparently I took too long with the mitts. Another guy couldn't find him and then... Yeah, he probably... Shot me, so. The other option is capturing the flag. Dang. Well, I'm learning. <laughs> okay, I'm taking this dub home for us. I'm going to play it safe. Play it safe. Not going to can, but we're going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. So what we got to to get the dub. Do it, bro. Either way, this has been interesting and fun anyway, so. Snap. I'm super intrigued, honestly. Like, I found a new appreciation for gaming. So, if that's your goal with podcasting, or one Wait. of your goals with, po or with, with podcasting, with playing games and streaming, just by this, this little time that we've been together, I've found a newer appreciation for games. So, I might right. not tap in as much as you, obviously. That's your career, but a little bit more than I am. Where I was in the past, especially because I was buying games, you know. So. Right. Interesting. I feel you. Yeah, so, I mean, it's. Sometimes people just need a chance and to understand how someone walked them through why this is so exciting. And yeah, I, I've learned with. With people in my life that. If you don't share. For people that have a. a very singular or not singular maybe a particular passion it's hard for your no way unbelievable <laughs> run it back it's hard for Let's people to um understand what it is that you love so much about it if you don't give them the insight into what makes you love it so much and i've learned that you wanna, hey, wait, did, you, did you leave the party did you play oh i guess i did i'm joining you though and I've learned that specifically with my fiance. Like, she's not a gamer herself. She doesn't have that yeah. background. And now she's more into it and trying stuff. But, mm -hmm. oh, you got to invite me again. But, um, I got it's hard for her to grasp mm -hmm. where the passion com comes from and what it is that gets me so excited about gaming. Mm hmm. And it doesn't come from that until I sit down with her and sometimes you have to be selfish. You have to be like, can you sit down here, watch me play? Let me show you and let me tell you what it is that makes me so intrigued by this. Hey, look yeah. at this when I do this. This is gets me excited because of this. And then they're like, oh, it's almost like especially for someone like her. She's very information based. She, she learns mm -hmm. by seeing and gathering yeah. data. So for someone like that, you almost got to walk them through it. Like you're, I need you to watch my stream for an hour, not because I need the attention or the support, but so that you can understand what it is that I'm doing and you Where can understand from. me more and understand yeah. my passion. And if that turns into passion for you too, great. If it doesn't, and it just turns into a newfound appreciation and love for it or admiration for it then that's that's a win as well well yeah so like what i do versus what you do is you know different right so there's obviously 
respect in different fields, but until I see what you're doing, like live, I might not appreciate it as much, you know? Right. Um, so, like, even today, was, I already had appreciate, you know, respect for gamers and what you do, and now, especially, I'm like, okay, this is what they do. Wow. Like, ooh, I just headshot someone. That was pretty dope. That was fun. Even though it was a pregame, it was so fun to do that. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just like that type of um, seeing it firsthand, I think changes it. And also, I would imagine for your for your wife, like my or your fiance, essentially, my, my wife, for example, when she sees me in my zone, mm -hmm. um, she sees what I'm talking about. Right. So there was like the movie Soul. Did you get to watch the movie Soul yet or no? No, not yet. Great movie. Heard good things There's though. Definitely Really good things, yeah. Drop and there's right definitely over there. Even things like that. Got you. Um, but yeah, it's it's fun to see someone when they're fully in their zone, like they're in their craft and they're with it. There's an appreciation for that that a lot of people can get behind once you um, once you see it in action. Yeah. And I think a lot of people. Oh my God, there's a guy right here. Yeah, I just got. This is, this is, see, like, I appreciate what you're doing because I literally, as you can see, die very quickly. <laughs> like, this is not for me, apparently. But, I mean, I can enjoy it, have a conversation while playing a game. That's fine by me. But the gameplay myself, I suck at this. <laughs> I'm not sure you're going to get a dub with me. I'm like a dead weight. Alright, I'm locked in. There's another guy? Go, bro. No way! There's three! That were playing duos! What the frick is this? This is two different teams? Get the frick out of here. Anyways, yes, I I concur. <laughs> and the difference is with I my gulag. Yeah? You're a lord. You're a freaking beast. And the different the funny thing is about don't hype me what, too much. What, what we're doing right now is is unlike streaming not not a, as a way to be disrespectful but i'm i'm currently not as normal as i would be on my streams because right yeah. now i'm having to come up with insightful response yeah, yeah. So yeah, for those that, of you that are watching, thinking that this is the normal energy or anything like that <laughs> would be way different, incorrect to think. I mean, there's moments, but no, yeah, without a doubt, you're definitely, um, explosive with emotion when you're playing. Are you still playing? No, I, I died. Are you in goulash or what are you in? No, 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 I'm dead, dead. I died in gulag too. Oh, I didn't die in goulash. I made it out of goulash to come back to die. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so back out. Game. We're going to try yeah. this. We're, we're, we're going to get this right. I feel it. Yeah, a couple feel games. Feel the of dub this coming in. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, just invite me for again. For someone who's never won this, I'm, at, I'm on a roll. I've never won anything. So, honestly. No, I believe the we can. The fact that win. I killed someone, I feel is progress. <laughs> oh, you killed? Oh, yeah, you won the Google Log. Let's say, let's go. Yeah, that's a win right there. That's a dub. Yeah, dying straight up to winning a Google Log. 
I shot at someone when I first I got him. He he just punched me to kill me because I was. Um, that's what happened. In the the invite part. didn't work. Send it again. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Hey, I'm learning how to do that. So and I, it's super satisfying. Give me a couple hours with what? With inviting? I'm learning how to do stuff. <laughs> I have no idea. I literally downloaded this while we were doing our first part of the right the podcast. So it's going to be my well. first time playing it. And that's the other thing too is um, a lot of people make opinions on the skill of a gamer based on the spectator's experience rather than having the experience yourself and deciding how difficult it is it's almost oh, like yeah. your appreciation for an athlete all of us mm -hmm. at one point in our life has ran or got yeah. jogged or shot a basketball maybe at least and for us to go on a jog and work out and then see an, an athlete who does a marathon of 25 miles instantly there's that appreciation because we've tried their art form in a way with gaming yeah. a lot of people haven't tried it but they come to a conclusion on how difficult it is now yeah, once you whatever, play whatever. this and you think of someone like scump who when he plays warzone he could drop 30 kills now you're like oh so there's someone who as every person he sees the other person dies yeah now playing the game you can probably start to formate an idea of the skill gap and how great you can actually be in the gaming space as far as oh yeah the mechanics and just pure skill without a doubt i mean there's um i appreciate it because i know i suck at it especially but like when i actually get to play it I'm thrown back at how difficult these games can actually be. I'm like, Jesus, that is, how do people do this with such accuracy? And mm -hmm. But for like someone said, like hypothetically a sibling of mine, maybe my sister who's never played video games. Do you have a sister? I do have a sister. See, I don't know you're much of your family. So I know you had, so you mentioned you had an older brother. Um, actually, I don't recall if we mentioned this before or after the podcast. So, got you into gaming, really. You played games with your brother, right? Yep. You saw your brother play, and then you started getting into it. Yeah. I think we addressed this before we mm -hmm. got into the podcast, but... Um, you, so, you have, you're the youngest of three? I'm the youngest of three, yep. My sister is... Well, no. Yeah, like about 11, 12 years older than me, and my brother's about 8 or 9 years older than me. Oh, so she's the oldest. So it's yeah, the oldest she's the oldest. Correct. Okay. Let's go all the way, way different. Over here. I'm the middle child, so I'm the middle child. So it's a lot different for me. And I have a younger sister and an older brother. Hmm. Oh, there's a lot of people here. No way, I'm being shot out of the sky right now. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. Oh, this is not looking good for us. Nope. But I mean, honestly speaking, as long as I get into the game, it doesn't look really look good to me. So I'm not going to lie. So, yeah, man, I, I grew up. I mentioned this on another podcast that I did that gaming for me in my young years was the visual experience rather than the actual hand in my controller experience. Because as soon mm -hmm. as I went to play the video game, 
my brother would dip and I learned video games to be a thing that you do with someone else because when he played I would watch him. So in my mind yeah. gaming became almost like a joint experience. I see like something you did with him. Now So that's why streaming for me for those people that don't don't understand how streaming could be an enjoyable experience or are just confused about how it's so popular. It comes from people like who grew up like me. Not all of them, but I think part of the audience members are people, especially since how new it is. Yeah. And my generation really being the catalyst for it is we might have all just been the younger sibling or been only childs or something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm making now, quite a big assumption. But, no, but yeah, uh, but I understand that. Are you... Not very close. It's something that we're in dialogue about often. Trying to get closer. Yeah. But uh, I died by the way. <laughs> yeah. I know. Oh snap! I, I died right now. Almost got sniped through. Yeah, there was a team that came at me. Oh, and now you guys got killed by someone else. At least there's that. Right? As long as the people that I that killed me got killed, I feel better. <laughs> um, there was like four people in this building, and I was there, and I was like, I shot at one, got killed by the other. So you know, life. Um. Because it would be intriguing for me, or I think maybe for you, is for you to play your brother now that you're in this space, you know? That would be very interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like, kind of bringing back to that. Well, give me a second. To that, like, origin. No, do you think? Oh, my gosh. I knew he was there, too. I could hear him. Um, Yeah, it would be interesting. And the thing is... What? How did he get me? I'm sorry. That's no, okay. I don't get this. That's play. gaming. He just, he just punched like, bro, I punched him like four times. What? Um, and the tough thing about him is that he doesn't game anymore. Really? How old is yeah, he? Yeah, thirty, thirty-three maybe, thirty-four. Okay. And it's tough because so much of my relationship with him was founded on that bond. So yeah. to not have that to enjoy with him is pretty... There's a disconnect there, if I'm being yeah. honest. Hmm. And from some people that don't know, the average age of a, of a gamer is mid-30s. Yeah. So it's not like he's out of the he's age off. bracket. Yeah. And I, I mean, I know tons of people that play games um, and are older. I think it's like a sentence of release. Um, I'd be intrigued to see, like, you guys talking it out and then being like, hey, you want to play a game? We don't have to go on a stream just yet, you know, you can get our feet wet, see yeah. if you like it, and then and see what, what happens, you know? That'd be a and pretty one big... Day, maybe, maybe the stream. Yeah. I know he has he a lives... really busy life, so that might be a pretty intense commitment for him, but that would actually be yeah. a very interesting conversation to have. I'm glad like you brought that up. Like an hour to play. Yeah. Um, now, hopefully, you know, you can tell if people want to know this. You live in another state than he does, right? Yes. Currently. I didn't want to get into specifics. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure how open you are to specifics or not, but um, you're from the Northeast originally, correct? Like Massachusetts area? Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, yeah, so I tried to, like, give away people's... No, I mean, uh, I'm in... Four. I'm currently in 22 Main Street. Like, yeah, know, no, like... I'm in, I'm in Georgia right now. That I can, yeah, that I can say with no problem. 
There's a guy yeah. right down there. Yeah, I keep seeing him run and like jumping. He just up keeps and... running back and him. forth. I don't oh, know. He's over is. there now. He's in a little hole. Oh snap! Oh, someone else did. Dead. It's like a free gift. See ya. No gift for you. But yeah, I mean, I can say from the same thing. Like my brother and sister live in Mass, and I live in Texas, Dallas. So for me, it's been a transition of not having family around all the time. Ooh, get him! Dang, I never, I never thought I would get into this. Oh man, I don't have ammo. Are you kidding? This is the worst possible outcome right now. <laughs> Especially when I'm hitting my shots. There you go. Some, some little something, something. Yeah, I can. I think I need a little more money. I don't remember right, how I'm, much it is. I'm just doing what it tells me to do. <laughs> the music gets me so intense. Like, I'm a big music and sonic person when it comes to movies or gameplay. Like, certain music changes how I interact with something. And the music here, I feel like, can help me or give me too much anxiety where I play worse. Right. It's very intense. It sounds ominous sometimes. And the beeping and everything, it gives me, like, I don't know. <laughs> I feel it. Oh, there's a guy right there. Come back out. <clears throat> Have so you looked close. into doing like Oculus in VR? Heck Stop yeah, right if now. I could afford it, I'd do a VR stream right now. Because I think that's really cool. I haven't gotten much into it, obviously, because I'm not even into the gaming world, but that I do find interesting. Oh, snap, you saw that person over there in the building? Yeah. No way! <laughs> I missed a few Damn. shots, but... No Damn. way! I just got pants like that. Oh my hey, goodness. People on the stream and on the video will see how well I did versus you. So I think you're good. <laughs> I'm using a weak gun. That's why. I'm not using the meta. Do you know what meta is? Like being met, like being meta and no, not, not probably not in the context you're saying. So meta in gaming, when you talk about like, oh, what's the meta in Call of Duty right now? Like, what's the meta in Warzone? Uh, what that means is, what are the guns that are... The main guns that are being used right now because they provide the most advantage? I see. Kind of like, um... Not necessarily, but like OP or... Um, yeah, what are the most... Like Mm -hmm. Or like Fortnite, they had like the golden scar. Those exactly. In a way, yeah. So right now, the meta in this game is the Mac 10, which is the little gun I'm holding, and mm -hmm. the DMR, which is like a, an assault rifle single fire. But mm. my pride won't allow me to use them because I don't want to be like everybody else. <laughs> I don't want to use those guns because they're so overpowered. And I almost yeah. feel like I'm cheating. So I don't like using the meta, but I'm an I idiot because I should. Because we yeah, would have prob probably would have beat that guy because my gun would have done more damage or at least equal Question damage to his. Yeah. Um, is that one? Is that a th two bar question? One, is that a thing where you have more respect for using worse guns per se? 
And then two, have you encountered a lot of people that cheat? Like, have you noticed bots are cheating? Like, oh, bro, I run into cheaters all the time. Like glitches and stuff that shouldn't oh, be happening. That happens all the time. Auto, One of the um, biggest problems with this game when it first released and still is a major problem is cheating. People will download hacks that allow their cursor to snap to somebody's head when they walk by yeah. them. Auto aim or whatever. Exactly. Right? And in a game like Call of Duty, there's something called a headshot multiplier, which means if you make contact with the head, like if the bullets hit the head, they'll die faster than if you hit them in the body. So like real life. Mm. So, so if you land two shots on the head, that will be significantly more damage than two shots to the stomach. Yeah. Makes sense. So I mean, in real life, the cheats, <laughs> it'll snap to people's heads without you even moving your controller. So all you have I to see. do is shoot the gun and people mm -hmm. literally just vanish because of how fast you kill them. I've seen oh, that in Fortnite. Crap. Let's go like over here. Alright, we gotta stay together. I need I you. you. We're gonna go to this little hut over here right in front of me. Yep. This is the one. This is the one. I feel it. You with me? How much? Okay. Take all that loot. I'm getting better. But yeah, hacking is uh, it's a big issue, especially because this is someone just trying to rocket you. No, it's a helicopter. One of the um things that I thought about recently is you know how were we talk we were talking about the stigma of gaming and content creation and you have to be in what the frick was that from helicopter up top oh they're coming back too let's get inside yeah I'm inside right now no, 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 leave, 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 the storm. Oh, I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. Yeah, I'm dead. Right on me. There's a guy gonna push my body. Might be able to kill him. Yep, he's right there inside that building. You see him? Yeah, I got him. That's all you. Because he has to come out because of the storm. He's gonna be running right towards my body. Are you dead, dead? Yep, right there. You see him? You see him? Nope. Right in front of me. Oh, he died. Idiot. Oh, I got killed by that guy? Unbelievable. So, Rick. if the stigma is, and the stereotype or whatever, is that you have to be an incredible video game player. Yeah. Because that's what gets you numbers, and that's what streamers game. should be. Then yeah. it invites people to want to find a way to be a really good gamer so that people can watch them. So that motivates cheating, yeah. Exactly. If if the scene was more inclusive of personality, personality and character, then maybe pe less people would cheat because you could be successful in the gaming industry just being be, you yeah. and without having to be a freaking walking god 
Did you win your gulag? Are yeah, you in the I'm gulag? To, well, I'm trying to. Let's go! Yeah, bro, let's go. Oh, yeah. Frick, yeah. Right, no, 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 no. Oh, God, I'm getting shot at. No way, bro! These freaking kids, man. And you wonder why people rage in Call of Duty. This is why. These children. Oh, man. It's just hard to freaking walk. You could probably revive me, to be honest, if you land on me. Oh, you're far away. I thought you were closer by, to be honest. Oh, just Sorry, carry the team. Just. <laughs> you're just... asking a lot. Now, you're now, for the first time, if you stay alive. Oh, my. <laughs> I said, if you stay alive, they're about to get your POV for the first time. Oh, I got sniped. <laughs> Dang, bro. All right. I think we can squeeze in one more game. You want to do okay. it? Up to you. You're the you're the captain here. I'm not even sure how long we've been going, to be honest. You want to know? Yeah, how long have we been going for this one? 54 minutes. Oh, dang, really? Yeah. <laughs> what does it feel I'm like? You, it feels like 30 minutes. This, this part of it. I know the beginning part was about an hour. Right. But that's the thing, like, for me... I've realized that's why I think I can do podcasts is because at least the people that are involved in the conversation mm. and I'm not a listener, but I've, I listen to every podcast I do to, and I have people that listen to it and give me feedback. But from my perspective, um, as the participator, um, it's a good conversation where can, that can go and linger. Right. So right. a lot of people have the issue where they do a podcast and they can only hold their own for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, mm. tops an hour. They're, once they get in there, like the people that I work with, they were mentioning that when they started, they were doing 30 minute podcasts and they got the 45 and they did an hour. When they did the first hour to hour and a half, they're like, wow. And then we did one, him and I, where it was like two hours and a half and he was like drained. <laughs> and it was, mm. I mean, we have intense conversations, but he's like, wow. And I think my first one with Andy was about two hours to three hours. That was right. my first podcast. So it set the precedence that I could do either or personally i can talk there's not like there's awkward silence in between it mm -hmm, today mm -hmm. i think we had the most silence because of the video game play oh absolutely i mean it's it's and that's another thing that maybe isn't given enough credit either because one of the things that is talked a lot about in the streaming community and one of the biggest parts of streaming that people look for from the audience side is a streamer who engages with their audience yeah and us video gamers we love video games because of how immersed we are so yeah. you almost lose sense of track of the fact that there's a camera i'm being recorded and there's people that are in the chat when i'm live streaming that want to talk and that are asking me questions or saying hello and some streamers have a very difficult time where they'll look at the chat every you know what I mean 30 minutes 15 yeah. minutes and one thing I prided myself on and I've humbly given a lot of credit for is in my live streams I'm incredibly engaging with my audience I I don't let more than a like, minute or two chat. go by chat. yeah I don't let a minute or two go by without someone in the chat being acknowledged or talk to mm -hmm. so that that experience for them feels even more immersive so my point is to say that seeing how right now when we're gaming it's hard to 
keep conversation that's essentially in a way my job oh, is yeah. to keep conversation because the way that i want to do it is i don't want there to be too much we're just gonna drop and go over here i should have kind of gave you some early but um so i don't know if people give the streamers who do it well enough credit for having the ability to multitask to that extent there's two people in your building i believe they're above you i'm with you i need a gun though do you see them i'm shooting at them right now they got me dang it really be like that where are you shooting me from <laughs> There's a lot of people in there. They're all just hiding behind boxes. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of people. As soon as I got there, I, I grabbed some um, ammo. I was just getting there and I was getting a gun and I saw him and I was trying to creep and get him, but obviously I'm not well-versed in that. Oh, fists. Let's go. Let's pull McGregor in this. Or maybe not a McGregor. Watch this play. I will say I'm better with the fist than I am with the gun, so... Bodied, bodied, bodied. You secured it? You secured it? Easy dub. I just hit him with the freaking mind games. Damn, that was quick. I lost my goulash like. How many seconds? Right, that? I'm putting the team on my back. Five right seconds now. in. Five seconds in. He, 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 she or he or they killed me. I want to be. um. I don't want to be canceled anytime soon, so they can't <laughs> Bro, you just ran into the smoke. Did you see that guy? Yeah. Lives life on the edge, I guess. I don't know. This is not where I want to be right now. But yeah, it's definitely a difficult, or it's definitely a talent to multitask at this level. Where you can stay intriguing and conversational mm -hmm. while playing the game because it's, it's difficult especially yeah, depending on how serious you want to take the game that you're playing oh yeah without a doubt that's why like i wanted to especially test this this um with the idea of the podcast of going in different aspects is fun but also just testing the motif of all right we're gonna have a conversation and try to play and see how entertaining it is i have no idea what we how entertaining we were but it's the first of many because I'm gonna have, we're gonna do this again. I'm not sure where I'm gonna call it. I've verbiage in mind, but we'll do we'll do another episode like this. We'll be, we should be fun. Yeah, absolutely. Guys. I think we should do one uh, on the couch in the same room. Yeah, obviously when COVID helps, my travel be a little bit easier. I would like to do that. Set up the the living room set up the camera and just do it on the couch because that would be easier because then it eliminates kind of this mobile feel and then we can i could rock you in 2k uh, 2k i'm pretty good i'm not gonna lie dang okay boy no i'm talking my about man said, <laughs> my man said some light I'm talking about something light, but now we can't throw it away okay. by dying. We gotta stay on this roof. This is this is where. 
You do you, man. Obviously, you know what you're doing. Once again, I, I say, like, I'm just a, a dude who happened to walk into a full-on war zone. No pun intended. And decided to talk to someone. <laughs> I'm like those reporters who go to, like, war zones and then just try and have a conversation. <laughs> With someone in like, the middle of a No way, dude! Where'd you see me from? Look at him just walking like a little... Just... Just all of my work that I just did. And then someone just that's just crouch walking, moving at one mile an hour speed, comes up behind me and removes every piece of work that I just put into the game for the last 10 minutes. That's what gets people triggered with God. It's, it, it rewards the people that don't really do anything well and can just take out the top player at any moment. Oh, yeah. And that's also what makes it fun. It's like... Really, at any moment, anyone could win. But, I mean, if you're better at the game, your chances are way higher. But it still gives the percentage, a good percentage chance to the the weaker links. Correct. As long as you can, all you have to do is last. It's like the it's lottery, like the but you have a higher chance of winning the lottery, essentially. Yeah, there's a lottery plus skill. Right. So, so. We'll wrap up. we're wrapping up on this. Yeah. Um, I will say this. I'm already... It. This is the first of, if not many, at least a few more that we have to do in this kind of medium. I enjoyed it more than I expected to. Not that I was like expecting anything bad. I just expected it to be like, oh, this is going to be like a podcast, which would be interesting. Right. Um, in a different field. I like this. I might use it on my own podcast where I do like game Saturday games or I don't know. Yeah. Heck yeah. Someone will, some will create a title for me or I'll, you know, figure something out, set, set, uh, saint saturdays saint gaming I don't you know. know what would be cool is if one of the times that we do it again we do it live so, so it looks just like this be... but live and we can have the chat and they can ask us yeah, questions so and whenever we feel like yeah i wanted to do one live i didn't do one live today because it was the first one and honestly i did not know how it was going to go and as we both know it was good that we didn't do this one live because it was it was a trial and error at first uh trying no Man's Sky, the bathroom breaks that I had to go because I downed like a bunch of these. And right. How we're doing it right now, like how the audience is seeing it right now. I sent you a picture of what it looks like. Yeah. And doing it exactly the way we set it up today. All I have to do is press live and they would be getting this content right now. Yeah. And it would be dope. So yeah. next time we can do this live, we can schedule something out. You know, um, I'm down to do COD next time. Just do straight up COD or another game like this. Yeah. It's fun for me. No Man's Sky, I don't think is going to be a fun one to do because it's too intricate. You can't talk and do that, man. Yeah, it's like, intricate. That's. I mean, I was doing all right with that apparently, but you were doing just, better than me. It's a lot of reading, and so that's that's why I don't need skill to do that game. I just need to read. That's mm -hmm, the difference. Mm -hmm, exactly. And so I'm good at that. So I had no skill. I was just reading what it told me to do, and I did it. But mm -hmm. with these games, would take skill. I think it's intriguing to see how the dialogue goes. So right. Um. So Atlas, anything else you wanted to address the the people? Uh, what can I say? Well, first of all, everyone who's listening or watching up to this point, um, I am incredibly grateful for one, you supporting this man here and his new venture and 
also supporting this conversation and me being involved. To be honest, I'm just grateful to have an opportunity where um, I can allow more people to see who I am and, and what I got going on. So I'm just grateful for the exposure and for having the opportunity to present myself, let people decide what they think. So I'm just grateful. And if, yeah, just um, my only piece of advice I guess would be to everyone who's listening based on parts of our conversation is I got to this part of the journey because of my pursuit for my personal freedom and in my pursuit of self-love. So if there's any advice I can give to anyone, it's to take those two pieces of element and run with them, ask the difficult questions, go down the rabbit hole and discover what it is that makes your heart, you know, just gets you excited and what, what, what helps you breathe, what helps gives you, give you life and find out what that is and pursue it with everything that you got. Yeah. But, um, yeah. That would that would be my my last piece of little knowledge, I guess. Yeah. Um. Beautiful note. <laughs> uh, follow your dreams and yeah. Make them work. Uh. Once again, if you don't already follow Atlas, follow him. Visit Atlas all together. Yep. On all social media, YouTube, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. By the time you listen to this, he's probably going to drop another hundred videos. So you have plenty of <laughs> to go through. Yeah, we're, we're on the road hard. to uh, a thousand subscribers on YouTube. That's the goal right now. We are okay. at this moment, I believe, at 176, eight weeks okay. in. So we're good. Nice. But the, the goal is 1,000. So let's get that goal. Yeah. We're going to get there. Um, so if y'all want to support him in that goal, go do it. If y'all want to support this podcast, do it yes please um, support this man yeah please put on notifications please put on notifications about our profiles um, yes. honestly this is just a platform for other people too so follow my man visit atlas there's great content i suggest my favorite are the movie nights hopefully those come back with more uh, variations of those because those are fun funny and enjoyable to watch i like that type of stuff but I, I, there's something for everyone even right. if you don't game so right it's great content Absolutely. um hey man love you Love you too, Always bro. a pleasure. We're going to plan out um, the next one. Absolutely. We'll just do a live. Um, we'll do a yeah. live, record it so we can post it later. But yeah, we'll do a live of this because it's real fun. Yeah. There's a lot of variations of things that we could try. For, absolutely. 100%. Just not No Man's Sky. <laughs> <laughs> just not No Man's Sky. Great yeah. game. Just right, it's, it's Oh, yeah. It was, it was beautiful. Right place just. at the right time. You, you kind of need to do it the right way. Yeah. Definitely, this that's more of an intriguing game that you're yeah. exploring. You might you might do it for your side, like on live or just a video. Yeah, I'll probably play that game on stream. Yeah, but for a conversation. Yeah, it's probably not the best. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, it was tough. It was like, I want to I want to answer your question, but I am trying to figure out what the heck is. I am this knee deep rock. into this <laughs> game right now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, but once again, we'll do this again and. Thank you for listening two hours in or how long it's been saint talks episode number five i believe um once it's dropped and more to come weekly episodes we're going to do some bi-weekly um episodes that are special and this might be one of them where we're doing bi-weekly or something monthly some gaming options so let me know what you think oh yeah peace peace